Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode 26 of Good Hang. 26! Uh, what you got? What you got? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is a sound effect filled episode. Oh my uh, god. You'll see why because we got a new soundboard! Really, it's just an iPad connected to the computer in a way that Nathan's been trying for weeks but finally has been able to do it. And I'm very happy for you, Nathan. It does make us funnier. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we got a good crowd going on. Thank you guys very much. Hey, nice haircut. Anyway, um, we talk about uh, some, we, we catch up a little bit on John's adventures um, in filming. Yeah, and he's, also he's been he's been behind the screen. As, uh, I mean, behind the camera. Nah, I'm in front of the camera. Oh, how's it work? If you're in front of the camera, that means you're acting. Yeah, yeah, he's in behind, front of a lens. You're directing. He's in front of a lens. Yeah. Uh, I also talk about a couple of new shows I've been interested in. Nathan's been flying off to Indonesia land. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Indonesia. Ooh, afternoon delight. Okay, anyway, uh, he's been promoting his new show coming out soon. When's it coming again, Nathan? Plug that shit. Plug 29th it, plug November. It. 29th November, 10 p.m., 9 p.m. if you're in Thailand or Jakarta. Oh, and my God. coming out really, really That soon. could be, like, right now, depending on when you listen to it. Or it could be we- decades in the past, and you already know that it's a failed TV show. Oh. Who knows? Who if knows? you're opening it right now, and, like, it's currently 29th November, and it's, like, 2015. Check it out. Like, just go turn on HBO right now. You'll see my face on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, play a little bit of a... Oh, no, sorry. We, we review a movie. Yes. Um, a very, very big movie right now called The Mockingjay. Part wah, dos. Wah, wah. You That's missed, not you it. missed like, three it? notes. No. Wah, wah, waka, wah, There you go. That's it, right? Third time's a charm. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah nailed it. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. And then Nathan challenged me to a game of, like, true or false facts about <laughs> Hunger Games. Okay. <laughs> that was like, no, that was actually pretty fun. I like I like learning random shit, so that was fun. About um, Hunger Games. We got a wonderful present from one of our wonderful listeners. It was quite wonderful. It's a Batman t-shirt. It's a Batman t-shirt. It's a t-shirt with the praise. <laughs> Thank you very much, Barry Bryant. You're the shit. We yeah. talk about that on We Read Your Shit. Yeah, and in the news this week, uh, we've got a bunch of badass nuns stopping some hoes. Oh, yeah. We got a bunch of badass hoes getting HIV from Charlie Sheen. And we got a bunch of homeless people living in Singapore's airport. So, the best homeless people ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, they're, like, living it up. It's, like, five-star living up in there. Yeah. So, we go into all those stories. Finally, favorite thing of the week favorite movie trilogy what's yours you guys is it one of ours is it something we've never heard before hashtag good hang favorite thing you check tweet it out it at us tweet let it, us know tweet it tweet it and as always have a great hang guys okay and we will see you next week in which i will be a year older oh my god i'm again i'm again happy birthday to me <laughs> Go in there, want to save some money by bringing my own bottle of water, not buying one, and I end up leaving my expensive bottle there. How does that help? How does that help, Nathan? I ask you. I mean, that's why, why are you sounding like you're blaming me? <laughs> no, I'm blaming the world. <laughs> you're blaming the system. I'm blaming the goddamn system, man. I'm blaming big cinema. Yeah. Fuck you, AMC. <laughs> oh, okay. So if I plug this in right here and should be able to play sounds directly through Ermacan. Oh, yeah. What's up? Oh, 
oh, guys, new level of the show achieved. Yeah, maybe, but like, don't get too crazy happy with it. You're going to use it all the time. <laughs> oh yeah but yeah so i i finally found a way to be able to insert sounds into the show in real time so it's not going to be as inorganic because in case you guys are wondering every other time we've played sounds on the show it's it's always been uh added in post so we have to just pretend like we hear it and yeah know, but they wouldn't know that if you didn't tell them but no, i mean i'm not saying like i'm just saying that that's how good you do it dude that like yeah we're just amazing actors we're amazing we're amazing audio actors. Like, if we were actors back in the 1950s, we would have made a killing from, like, radio plays and shit like yeah. that. Plus, we would have sounded like this. Ah, hey, see? Welcome to Malaya, see? Hey. Um, ah, the Japanese. Oh, the Japanese. Oh, the see no punks. I don't know. Uh, see no evil, kill no e- see no. Damn it, no. Sino. Is it Sino, Sino or Sino? Sino. I think it's Sino, like the Sino-Japanese. Sino-Japanese war. Yeah. Why do you have a picture of Hitler on your on your computer? Because he's my hero. Okay, understood. Um, my comp is his comp. <laughs> what? I don't have a picture of Hitler. Don't do that to me. Is that not Hitler? That's like a woman dressed as Superman. Oh, no, the background picture. Oh, sorry, that's... Uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? Okay. Um, hey, guys. I'm researching the show. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, welcome to uh, Good Hang episode 26. If this episode were a number that I'm extremely fearful of, it would be a, the number 26. So, I don't know if I've mentioned before in previous episodes, but the number 26, for some reason, has, like, weird significance to me. Yeah. Like, like it pops up in my life all too frequently. You know, it's like one of those numbers. It's like, it's like, it's like one of those special... You know, like, when you open fortune cookies and say, oh, your numbers are, and then people buy that for lottery? Like... Significant numbers, 26 is mine. 26, man. Wait a couple years and you're really going to see it all the time. Right? Like, it's 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 popped up in, like, um, home addresses, apartment numbers, um, like, class index numbers. Like, you know, when, like, you're in class, they give you, like, a, they assign you an index number. And, like, just general stuff. But I, I know, like, once you start noticing a number, it keeps popping up. You start seeing up. it everywhere. Yeah, yeah I was like, going to say. It's, like, one of those, like, oh, like, if, if someone told me that your number is 124, I'll start seeing 124. <gasps> That's <everywhere>. my bus! <laughs> yeah. That's one of the buses I used to take home, to go yeah, home. Exactly. So, it's, like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you could kind of get incepted into thinking that, oh, yeah, that's my number. Yeah, but also if you not, not, not the right way to use that word, by the way. But you know, in terms of incepted. pop culture, yeah, incepted. It's a pop culture way of using the word incepted. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people just think inception to, to be like the the word inception means to put a thought in someone's mind. I think that's what people think inception means now. Whereas, as opposed to the real definition of like of like could, the beginning, beginning of something, of an idea. the beginning of an idea, or the birth yeah. of something, the birth of the establishment, or the birth of something, which is basically what inception in the movie is too it's just it's being put there <laughs> but like most people think like when you use the word ince- inception in daily life people will think it means like oh to put a thought into someone's dreams <laughs> or like to have three <laughs> timelines happening at the same time or to be falling in extreme slow motion in a car yeah yeah good movie <laughs> that was a good good movie <laughs> like that was probably the movie that out of every movie I've seen in my life that the conversation about that movie lasted longer than the movie itself Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like, I watched it with a bunch of friends. We went for supper right after. And we we talked about the movie for, like, 
more than two hours. Oh, those are the best. I love yeah. it when you get movies like that. It was like a super long conversation just trying to break down exactly what happened and like if we're all on the same page. So it's sort of like what we did after The Mockingjay last night. Set the last about two minutes. And it was- yeah, something like that. <coughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about The Mockingjay a little bit more. Because um, we watched that shit. We did. I mean... I was going to say that we watched it so you don't have to, but you probably are going to watch it. You probably have already, you guys. Let's, let's, yeah. Who are we kidding here? It's, it's, uh, you watch it to, to have pop culture relevance. Like, I'm, you- not, I'm not that crazy about the Hunger Games movies, but it's kind of like, you know, I want to be on the same page as the rest of humanity just, you know, so we can kind of... Yeah, know. well, you know, we're, you know we're, we're, we're podcast personalities. It's kind of our job to do that stuff, I guess. But I just like watching all movies, to be honest. And I have I just, our fingers on the heartbeat of the young adult fiction world. Yeah. yeah. Nathan always has his hands on young adults. Yep. Is that legal? He yeah. fingers young adults. Fingertip. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is it legal to finger young adults? I don't know. Do you have a sound clip that goes along with that notion of yes or no? Should you? No. <laughs> That's the sound. What is that? Oh, that was a, a little bit too real for me. <laughs> yeah, that was something. That was that took you back to your childhood, huh? Whoa, hello. No, but here, young adults means like what? Like thirteen to eighteen? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, that's that's also that's also known as a teenager. Oh, yeah, minus yeah, nineteen. So, so, what would you call it, young adults? So, so young teenagers. Adult, no, young better? adult. Young adults is like no. I would say young adult is like what? Well, in terms of like literary circles, like yeah. you talk about young adult fiction. Yeah. Like that's probably like what fourteen to fourteen and a half. Uh, but a young adult, I would say, is like 19 to 27. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it is legal to finger young adults. Yeah, uh, assuming they want it. Uh, no, That is true. No. That is true. Do not force finger young adults. Do not. That, that's, it's bad. Cosby, a young adult. Are they booing us for saying that? Or are they booing the notion of it? Oh, Nathan has a new toy. I think they're booing Cosby. <laughs> You got to put the finger in the young adult. Fifth time Cosby has come up. Fifth, fifth hundredth. He's like our guy. Uh, he's our guy. <laughs> Dude, how happy is Bill Cosby, man, in the recent months? I mean, recent weeks. Like, because of like all the craziness happening in the news. Wow, this is a slippery slope to take. He is ignored. Like, people are just like, they're not going to go back to him for another few weeks, man. Like, no, ISIS, I think he's done. I think the news is done. Unless there's any more development that's like, you know. No, but, you know, ISIS has taken over. You know, ISIS is That's like, just how the news works, dude. Like, yeah. What if Bill Cosby was part of ISIS? What if Bill Cosby was ISIS? He is, he's not dead. You gotta take the head off the infidel! What if he is ISIS and, like, he's, and, and, like, he orchestrated all, all this craziness in the world to take attention off of his women raping? Then he would pretty be, pretty much be worse than how we think he is. He'd would be he worse be, than that. We think he, he's pretty bad. Would he be worse than Hitler? Ooh, good question. If you go back in time and kill baby Hitler or baby Cosby, who would you kill? Hmm, good question. Mm. It would take a lot to be worse than Hitler. Hmm. Hmm. I was thinking about this the other day, like, because, you know, like, one of the most common time travel questions is like, oh, would you if, kill Hitler? if you go back in time, would you kill baby yeah, Hitler? Yeah, they just recently asked that to Jeb Bush, and he said, yep. They asked that to all the, all the GOP candidates, which is strange, but, um, like, it really makes you think. I mean, not that time travel is possible, or is it? Or is it? Ooh, is it possible? If it is, John from the future, come into this door right now. Hello, John from the past. That's right, it happened. And you were selected to go back. What? 
<laughs> I love this soundboard. I'm I so know happy. you love it more than anything. I'm so happy I have this now. It's a better partner than you, John. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. <laughs> Certainly more colorful than I am. I can control it. Um, uh, Can't control me. What were we on again? We were on about Bill Cosby. Oh, oh yeah. If we See, kill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if Bill Cosby and Adolf Hitler went back in time and fought in the no, no like say say one day in like the See, like the whole paradox of time travel is that it can't be possible because if it were, like we would see evidence of it by now. Yeah. Unless say like there is like a hard law saying you can't travel past twenty sixty or something like that because time travel was invented like in twenty sixty two. You can't yeah, you can't go back before time travel was invented. Yeah. Or the idea is that like or even if there are time travelers, like whatever they did See, I spent a lot of time, lot of time talking about this, cause, uh, thinking about this, because it's very interesting to me about the paradoxes of time travel. time travel. Yeah. So, like, okay, say we were on a mission to go back in time to kill Hitler. Okay. So we would go back when he was baby, we kill that baby, we think we're successful. Except, unbeknownst to us, we actually killed the wrong Hitler, or something would happen that Global would force it to happen. Takes place. Yeah. yeah. Well, see... The no, 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 not that, that. Like, like, we think we're killing Hitler. Oh, but you kill, like, the Hitler, uh, what, what'd you call it? Doppelganger? Something like that. So, or something would happen that would trigger, like, basically, what is supposed to happen is gonna happen. See, so, what I'm, what I'm thinking is that Hitler killed how many people? Like, hundreds of thousands or five. millions? Yeah. Was it in hundreds of thousands or millions? Mil- no, definitely millions. Tens of millions. Uh, no, Hol- it was not tens Holocaust of millions. Holocaust was, I think, uh, It was not tens of millions. Um, he killed seven million. Than- I think no. I think it was seven million. So you can't take into account the people who died in fighting in World War Two. It's tens of millions. Check it out. Just like Google, how many Jews did the Nazis kill? Oh, is that how Google works? Thank you. Yeah. No. <laughs> how many people died? Not in World War Two because that's that's too broad. You got to go like how yeah, many? Yeah, but people he started did World Na- War Two. But how many people did the Nazis kill? Because like eleven million were killed during the Holocaust. For real? Yeah, Holy the, shit! Yeah, dude, the Holocaust was really bad. <laughs> like, I thought it was like two million. No, 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 no. There's, See, there's, but here's, here's there's the different that, figures for sure. Here's the thing but, I was thinking about. Like, mm. say one day someone does go back and eliminate Hitler and eliminate mm. that threat. The butterfly effect. But yeah, it's like that is probably the biggest butterfly effect you can ever achieve to have eleven million people no. that aren't in history to suddenly be in history. Like, you might not even exist. No, nah, man, you're thinking small, man. The, you, if you go the further you back go back in time, the bigger the butterfly effect. Was. No, no. But the thing is, like, you can't get any bigger than saving 11 million people that weren't supposed to be alive. You know? What about, um, what if I was Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck and I went back in time, destroyed the asteroid that was going to kill the dinosaurs? That's pretty big. Yeah, but in terms of, like, the, the popularity of, how do you stop an asteroid even? Uh, like, you get Bruce Willis on the case, man. <laughs> But it's like if you saved eleven million people, you might not even exist. Yeah, you know, like 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 Singapore might be a completely Jewish country. Yeah, you never know. You, ne- you never know. That, that's 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 why it's interesting thinking for that. Actually, case in maybe, point, maybe that's why no one's done it yet. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, because they're, they're they're afraid. Actually, that kind of segues kind of nicely into what I want to talk about this week, or at least it's a new show that I'm watching watching this week. What's Should we jump into the segments yet? Or no, are we going to stay out of segment? This weird kind of limbo of non-segment land that we live in right now. Um, I mean, we always start the episode kind of just like talking, talking, talking. That's fine. Because I actually, I don't really... I, okay, there's a new show I'm watching called The Man in the High Castle. Have you heard about it? Okay, wait, wait, let, let's let's go into the segment. But I don't want to know. When you see your bud and want to know like what's new, you just to gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? Alrighty. Um, <laughs> All righty. The only difference to me is that I have to be quiet throughout the whole thing. Well, I mean, you, you can still talk. It's just that why would you? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what have I been up to this week? Uh, I guess it's my turn, hey? Yeah. Um, 
only because we're in Segway land. Uh, I did, I did a, a, I did a film shoot. That's the main thing I want to talk about. But like I said, every week I want to talk about new media I'm consuming. And this week was a doozy. I started watching a bunch of new shows that came out on Netflix and Amazon and stuff. So Nathan, have you seen the TV show or heard of the TV show, the man in the high castle? I did watch the pilot. Yes. Oh, so months ago, like back way back. Was it last year? Last year. Yeah. 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 I checked out the pilot. Um, super, super curious because it did look like an amazing concept. Um, and broad strokes for you guys that haven't heard of it, basically what would have happened if the Nazis won the World War? And Two uh, to be specific. Yeah. World War II. World War II. <clears throat> so like everything – so basically it's set in America. Yes. That's now uh, – Split into two. Split into two. East of the Rockies is the Third Reich or the Fourth Reich. I forgot what they call it, but it's Germany-occupied land. Yeah. So – and then west of that is Japan-held yes. land. And like the big gist of it is that they're chasing after this girl who has some kind of movie reel that shows – our history, like if America won the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so basically alternate history of Amer- America. Also, also no. Hitler is dying. Uh, like, Hitler is dying. Of old age. In the 1960s, yes. yes uh, it's an interesting show. Um, I'm in the second episode. It seems a little bit slow. I don't know who anyone is. I don't really care yet. No. It's an okay show. Yeah. But the two, there's a couple of two shows. There's two shows that are come out completely that you can totally binge right now uh, that both came on Netflix that I highly, highly recommend. The first one is, of course, Jessica Jones. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Marvel's Jessica Jones, so you know we're all about that. Um, who would be on the fence about it? Either you're super excited to watch it or you've never heard about it, right? So Jessica Jones is a character written by Marvel by Brian Michael Bendis, one of the best comic book writers out there right now. Uh, It's quite adult-oriented. It's about a private eye with superpowers and her dealing with stuff in New York. Really good performances. Very, very strong performance. Uh, It's fun to see David Tennant. It's fun to see the bee from Apartment 23. Yeah. What's her name? Kristen... The girl from Breaking Bad. Krista Allen? No, that's not her name. No. But she's great in it. She's a great actress. The girl that choked on her own puke. Yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert for Breaking Bad season Ooh. two or three or something. Um, that's really fun. So get to get on that. Okay. The main thing I want to talk about is this new show called uh, Master of None. Have you watched this, Nathan? Uh, wait. Uh, is it... Is it is it Master of None? Is it Aziz Ansari? It is Aziz Ansari's hey. new, new show. It's really good. It's... Um, 10 episodes long. It's a 30-minute rom-com about... Or not rom-com. It's a comedy, which I call it a rom-com because my favorite episodes had the more romantic elements. Um, It's basically... Aziz is basically playing himself. He's Uh playing a 30-year-old actor named Dev who's trying to make his way in New York as a commercial actor and... Um, it's it's kind of it has a similar gist to Louis, yeah. Or even going back to Seinfeld in that, it, like he takes his stand up material and extrapolates it and so makes like it Louis Marin along those lines. Uh, yeah, you know what's, I, what's 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 that Jim Jeffries' show? Uh, on like Bear or something. I don't know, but it's good. Of, I like that yeah, one too. But yeah. I got canceled before it's time. It's more like that. It's more like Jim yeah, Jeffries' yeah, show yeah. because there's no actually you don't actually see him doing stand up at all. But I particularly want to want, talk about this one episode. It's episode nine. Mm-hmm. It's called Mornings. It's a beautiful... I, I, it, I don't even want to talk about it as a TV show. It's almost like a short film. It's a 30-minute episode where he and his girlfriend, um, the beginning of the episode, they move in together. And then every... Uh, they keep jumping forward in time, but always in the morning of their relationship in their apartment. Like It, it takes place completely in their apartment. It's the most beautiful, sad, realistic look at honest relationships I've seen ever done on TV or film. It's like the fights that they have, the fights that that sound like fights that aren't fights, the fights that don't start out as fights but become fights, and like a real honest portrayal. And, and they say the most ridiculous things. Like <laughs> Aziz's like, I'm the clean boo and you the dirty boo. And then it becomes a fight and... 
it's a roller coaster and very honest and really beautiful. Guys, if you don't, if you have no interest in watching the whole TV show, first of all, you're wrong. And second of all, the first two episodes are a bit slow. First of but, all, you're wrong. Yeah. But jump to episode nine of Master of None Mornings. It is a great episode. You'll love it. How are you going to get it? Netflix, obviously, or other places. We're not encouraging piracy, but... It's out there. It's out there, yeah. All right. So I have I filmed a TV show, but first, Nathan, what are we? What have you been up to this week? I'll come back to me later. Yeah. Uh, so I just got back a couple <coughs> days ago from Indonesia. Spent a couple days over there, um, mostly for the uh, the launch of HBO's Half World. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The show is finally coming out. It's going to be airing on the 29th of November. So that's going to be uh, three days after this episode is released. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited. We did some press tours. Uh, we had like people come in from all over the world asking us questions and ribbing us about the show pretty much. Hmm. Um, also went there for a bunch of gigs. Oh yeah? Yeah. And it was... How were the crowds? Did they enjoy it? Like... Like a ba- like a baseball play is done? <laughs> it just, you just took a shot in the dark of the drops there. It's a crowd reaction. Yeah. I assumed it would be positive. Oh, I no, mean, I'm in the angry sub, Corey. In My bad. Section, so. My bad. Okay, I'm not going to play with that thing. It's yeah. dumb. Uh, yeah, so you had a couple gigs, huh? Yeah, yeah. I ha- um, played a bunch of gigs, um, but most importantly, it was for the press, for, for, the, for the show. It was my first ever proper press conference. Um, oh, was it like a press junket? Like, were you in a hotel? Yeah, like in much. Like in um, what you call Notting Hill? Something like that, yeah, oh, cool. pretty much. Uh, and you just stay in a room and like the press comes to you and everything. And, and you the answer the exact same question over and over again. Is it as boring as they say? It's, it, was, it got pretty repetitive, yeah. but we try to keep it interesting just by like being completely just like rip shit nuts throughout the entire That's Aloof the whole time. <laughs> no, not, not so much aloof, but like because you're having like a whole bunch of Asian reporters, they tend to be a lot more conservative and a lot more like um, introverted with their questions Did and you how they use approach more things. Intensity. No, but it was it was just kind of less like, intensity. Okay. Like, 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 like. How do you say this? Like, okay, so how how the interviews worked is that you have uh, six, seven conference rooms, mm-hmm. and you have different press from different parts of the world in each room, and then instead of having the press rotate, we had the actors rotate. Oh, so the actors rotate at rooms. You go to then, them. Yeah, we went to them. So like every single room was a different uh, group of people from different parts of the world, mostly Asia though. So like Philippines, Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia. So every room was like a surprise, kind of like, oh, is this room going to be really quiet? Are they going to like not barely ask anything because well, they've they haven't seen the show? Well, how many actors were in each room? Like uh, who, who two to three, with? two to three people. So it was like you and your main co-star type of thing, something like that. Yeah. Okay. What was the what was the weirdest question you got? Weirdest question I got was, um, was it weird? Okay, it wasn't really, it was expected, but the way that they phrased it was strange. Like, they, I got asked by one of the press, like, was it straight, uh, how hard was it to get uh, the chemistry going with your co-star that you had to um, have sex with, basically? So how hard was it to get hard with your... <laughs> yeah, how hard is it gotcha. to get hard? Gotcha! Yeah. Um, and... That was, it wasn't so much like a weird question because I kind of expected some questions about the love making. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, it was just phrased strangely and she was sitting right there, but it's fine. We're all, we're, we, we, we all know each other well enough to not really give a shit. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but it was fun. It was like my first ever like proper press conference. That's cool. Um, and, and who did you wear? Who did I wear? Who did you wear? What did I wear? 
what did I wear? I can't remember. Oh, I just wore my own clothes, basically. Yeah. I, I didn't have well, any I didn't you were going to come. I didn't think you were going to a ball gown or anything. I didn't have any sponsors. Oh, I'm wearing L'Enfant and some Christian Dio. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, it's a good combination. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, L'Enfant suits are... Oh, they're lush, man, but they're so expensive. They have really good sneakers, too. I have never... $500 sneakers. I have never <laughs> tried. Um, but yes, so that was a thing that we did. Uh, played a bunch of gigs. Uh, actually met some of the podcast listeners from Indonesia. Ew. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And We'll it was, talk about that later in we'll the Redo Shit section. But it was a cool trip. I, I did get a little bit inebriated. Oh, the, you cray-cray! During the cast party. Woo! Um, and I found out something interesting the first time. Turns out, all it takes for me to kind of get a like a healthy buzz going mm-hmm. is one shot of vodka. Pure, okay. Pure vodka. That's it. That's all it took. And I never knew this because I've, I've always had vodka of mixers and stuff. I've never had it like by itself. Right. So... When I had that one shot, I was like, oh, wow, this is a nice little high. Like, I'm feeling like my head doesn't hurt that much. I'm feeling nice and floaty. Like, the inhibitions are a healthy level of low. But, yeah. it's, it, but it's not like, you know, ah, I'm going to put my dick everything on everything. Um, but it was it was, it was was a nice buzz. But then people kept, like, forcing, like, More other, vodka. like wine, champagne, and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I did just end up going to sleep i <laughs> yeah actually uh nathan i know someone who's actually uh more of a lightweight than you when it comes to drinking alcohol Who? my buddy in shanghai uh-huh. uh his name's isaac he got drunk over half of a glass of mojito ha isaac you puss yeah you're half the puss that you're double the puss that nathan is to be honest we're probably about probably the about same the same level probably about the same yeah <laughs> but not like top shelf vodka uh with like soda water and lime delicious yeah. very crisp very nice put alcohol in anything and it's like you just pissed in my cup for me like for me basically when you add alcohol to anything you've just pissed in my drink and like it takes a lot to mask that flavor for me yeah but if the if the if the, someone's piss makes you have that much fun and lose your inhibitions and i say go for it go for the piss just piss straight into my mouth right into it nice and warm yum 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 uh, that's, our, that's our outro. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it down. Mark it down. Uh, so yeah, that was what I was up to. Oh, cool. oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Another thing. Yep. Did a gig, did a Christmassy gig um, at some big mall in Jakarta. Ooh. And, okay, here's the thing about Indonesia. Indonesia, great place. Mm-hmm. Amazing uh, uh, music, film, TV industry and everything. Very, but... very self-sustaining. But the thing about Indonesia <laughs> is... The amount of shits that they give about most things is it's it's a very low level of shit given. Okay. So okay, I'll, I'll contextualize it like this. So in Singapore, everyone is super kiasu, which yeah. means you know they're very scared. They're very they're always very anxious. Everything needs to be like perfect, mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. the moment anything is at risk, they'll just like they'll either take it away completely, or like not even have it see the light of day. Yeah. Singaporeans are very cautious in terms of event organization. In terms of like if they're gonna put out a, a song or a commercial or a TV show, or whatever, everything needs to be super PC. Mm-hmm. Everything needs to be super manicured, and it mm-hmm. cannot be rough around the edges or offensive in any way right i'll translate this into indonesia's event organization <laughs> during this event they had a big christmas tree fireworks concert everything it was a, it was a production it was a proper show here's the thing for the fireworks because usually when you have fireworks you either have them over water or over like deserted land 
or over the ocean or something. Clearly, you've never had fireworks in the third world country like I have. <laughs> These guys had fireworks over the mall. Yeah. All right. They had it over the mall and there were like bits of the fireworks just falling onto the ground. <laughs> and like they had some security coordinating, coordinating off some places. Like, oh, you can't walk here. You can't walk there. But it was like legit, like literally right next to a restaurant, like an outdoor alfresco dining area. Yeah, yeah. Fireworks sparks are just falling, just raining fire, and all it took was if someone were to just peek their head out from the from the from the shelter, yeah, and they just have hot sparks right in their face. And I actually saw a girl walking unsheltered, and it fell onto her hair. And I was like, "Oh shit, she's gonna catch fire!" But she didn't for some reason, and it was it just blew my mind how like little regard to safety they had. Because yeah. I was like, I was in the backstage area where like the security guards are cordoning off the place. And they were just like fireworks falling onto the floor. And I was like, holy shit. This and is they were ex- having a great time. This is extremely dangerous. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I guess that just shows how much Singapore has conditioned me. It's like when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, that cannot be. It's how could you do that? Like in the Philippines, we had like, I remember when I first spent uh, New Year's in the Philippines. Yeah. The kind of, the kind of like fireworks just every family can get is like on almost on level with like professional shit i was like what's going on and then like it's crazy no like like anywhere uh, in jakarta in indonesia everyone's like hi it's funny hi you almost died you almost caught fire and third degree burns but in singapore it'll be like parents writing in and everyone's gonna be how could you my child is is uh, safety is in in your hands and blah 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 i'm suing you for all the money in the world and it's just like "Ah, shut up (laughs) something about it was endearing yeah Yeah, i get it i get that (laughs) so guys look out for half worlds coming out uh what next year late in a couple weeks 20 no like soon then in a few days uh, um, from this airing so 29th of november 10 p.m. on HBO or 9 p.m. if you're in Thailand or Jakarta. Ooh, look at that. Nathan will be the guy fucking that one chick in that random episode. I mean, there is no... Uh, whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just, wait, just to go back to me, so I, I teased a little bit that uh, I was on on um, a film set for the first time in a long time, actually. I haven't been doing a lot of shoots lately. Um, so look out for that. Next year, I think it's in February or March, it'll start airing this TV show called Rojack. Rojack! MediaCore, Channel 5. I had like a really small role, but I had a lot of fun and saw a lot of my old friends from acting school there and a uh, friend of the show, Carla Dunariano, who I think we'll have pretty soon. Friend of the show. Because <laughs> she's my friend. Never so heard she's heard an episode. Show. <laughs> that I mean, hasn't you know, been in an episode. But or friend, friend of the show. Episode. Uh, yeah, that was fun, dude. I, just, I played like the role of this announcer at this dance contest. Okay. And it's fun because they're just like, I like it when their roles are just like, John kind of just Ridiculous. do whatever. Like, just try to be funny a little bit. I'm like, okay, gotcha. That's awesome. So yeah, I have like, I'll be there on like, I'll be on screen for five seconds in case, unless I get cut out. But they won't because they didn't shoot enough footage. So yeah, I'll be there. They will cut you out. Episode eight of Rojack. Look for that. I'm the guy and that... Pronounce it like a local. Rojak. 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 Yes, not Rojak. No, I did that. I went like this. Introducing our next dance team. It's Team Rojak. That's what I did. I want to hit you for that. <laughs> I was playing myself. <laughs> team Rojak. It's kind of hard to do that. Like Team Rojak. You know, like a, like a, like a, like a open A, like that's an just O-A. An accent. At that point, that's just an accent thing. It's like, no, but like, I, I don't know, something, it always bothers me when people over-Americanize words that are Chinese. Like, hmm? same way, like, when they over-Mexicanize Hispanic words. You know, like, when they just, like, when the accent just isn't right on you, something like that. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I am. Am I, am I should be Chineseing, which I'm not. My yeah. words more? Is that what you're saying? I don't, something like that. So, like... 
Okay, it, like, 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 how do you pronounce uh, uh, T-I-O-N-G B-A-H-R-U Chongbaru Like, Chongbaru It's like, Chongbaru Who gives a shit? It's just my accent uh, See, know, what I don't like is people who be like uh, We'll go to your Mexican example, right? It's like, oh yeah, you guys want to come over to my place And we will have some burritos and some mojitos, but it's, it comes out of nowhere, right? They're just talking like that would be that would be the equivalent of me. That's what I don't like, or like um, yeah, I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're Asian that I that I want to hear Asian like, words come out Asianly. <laughs> it'd be like, hey, uh, cousin Roberto, come over here and have a shot of tequila. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. things like that bother me. Roja, Roja, Roja. I love like Roja is one of those things that like gets better when you grow older. You appreciate it more? Is that what yeah, you're exactly. Because like, you know how when you're a kid, you just like nummy things, like it has to be either like just only sweet or only salty. So like, you'll only like like pasta carbonara but the nuance... or like a banana split. But yeah, like more nuanced flavors, like a like a green papaya salad or like mm-hmm. a rojak or like pickles, things like that. Like you only really get into it when you're older. Yeah, you know? I love a good rojak. Uh, rojak is so good. And I, you know, especially when you put like the 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 the, the those, like, sauce. No, 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 like the. The, the chakwe or like what do you call oh, it oh the, the dough fritters yeah the dough fritters like the yeah. fried dough fritters fried to just like a burnt crisp mm, it's like good. pineapple it's very good that it's very good dish in there. like it's one of those things that if it's there at like a buffet I'll eat it but I'll never go out of my way to order it like, I don't think you've had a really good one though like if you ever have okay like um there's a place um not too far from this area called Penang Kitchen and they have an amazing roja is it next to China Walk and Thai noodles? Yes. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like next to the Starbucks, next to Coronation. Yeah, we just passed by that. I wasn't just making shit up. That's what we just Penang saw. Penang Kitchen, amazing rojak. Like, I, I, I'm i the same with you. Like, I would never seek out rojak mm. unless I go to this place. And right. yes, I'm going to rojak because it's just that. Is it an appetizer, a side dish? How does that work? It's an appetizer. Yeah. It's 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 um, it's it's salad, it, it, I guess. It, it amuses your bouche. My bouche does need some amusing. Yeah. Right about now. <laughs> anyway, that's what we've been up to. Hey, Nathan, use your new sound pad to play the outro music. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, um, yeah, man. That's what that what that's that's what with the birds and stuff. That's right? what you've been up to, just watching TV and making TV. How about that, huh? That's pretty fun yeah. that we're watching TV and making TV. Loving that. The TV that we're making is probably not on the same level as the TV that we're watching, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Hopefully, one yeah. day. So speaking of going to Indonesia and meeting people like listeners of the show, mm-hmm. uh, let's read some of the shit. All right. Play the intro music. Play the intro. I was not prepared. Hold on. It's, it's a lot See, harder when I don't have to do it in post. Yeah, yep. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm uh, going to play it right now. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask as we read your shit. Yeah, is right. So Nathan, what we got here? Um, okay, so for the shit reading, we're actually not going to read a, a, a shit, but we're going to um, unbox a shit. I can read this shit. This says, to at John Cancio from at Barry Bryant. Yes. Okay, so uh, while I was in, in Indonesia, um, my homeboy. Uh, we had uh, Barry Bryant, friend of the show. That's a proper friend of the show. Yeah. Um, uh, he came down to watch a gig of mine and gave us a little gift. That I'm that I have not opened because I figured it'd be cool to open it on yeah. the show with John. I mean, to be fair, it's in a clear it's plastic, in a clear plastic bag. bag, but I feel like there's more to it than I'm seeing. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna open this up right now. Alrighty. We should what take a, a video of this. Should we take a video of this? That's fine. You have to put it it's, in the thing. Okay, what no. appears to be a T-shirt? Are we opening it? It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. It's like my birthday, which by the way is in two days. I wonder if people are just like going insane over the plastic sounds right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to hold mine further back. <laughs> 
gosh! So, oh, it's a T-shirt. Brian gave us. Oh, oh, this is a good. Tr- this is a good test of friendship. How, what size did you get me, Baron? How fat do you think I am? I got an L. You got an L? Yeah. What do you I mean? got an XL. XL. Okay, so we he he gave us matching T-shirts. Actually, I missed my fit. <laughs> matching T-shirts of Batman, and I why are Bat they, logos? Why are they matching? I don't wanna, like. We're gonna look like a gay couple if we just happen to wear this. I can't like, wait to wear this out together. <laughs> it's a it's a neat T-shirt though, yeah. And like Thanks, he also Mary. he also gave us like a little like nice card ish kind of thing of a drawing of us and that he drew. Yeah, he drew like one of the photos that are that, that is on the website. That's so sweet. I think he really got like he captured my essence. He captured my s- squareness of jaw. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I love this. Thank you, Barry. I'm gonna wear this with pride. Yeah, we're gonna we'll, uh, we'll post photos of the gift uh, onto the of us show wearing notes. it like a pair of champs onto the show notes. But yeah, nice couple wear. What do you think about that, John? Oh God, I hate it so much. Couple wear is the worst. Why would anyone resort themselves like? Okay, like, do you think it's mostly the girl's idea or the guy's idea? It's mostly the girl's idea. I yeah? think. I think in general. Well, no, I think it's a true coming together of bad, a pair of bad ideas. <laughs> Because I would think, like, if one of them was really pushing hard on it, it would take, like, one side to be a real wussy pushover, pee-whipped person. Dude, like, because, you know, working in USS, um, I see this all the time. Like, people who are just constantly wearing each other's clothes. It's ridiculous. Like, it's so funny. It's like, like, are you going to forget that you're dating this person if you don't wear the same stuff? I think it's more of, like, a statement. It's a showing of solidarity. It's like, hey, guys, look at us. We're dressed... To, like okay, I've never ever asked someone like why, why? are you doing that? Like why? why do, that? I've never had the guts to just go up to them and say like why? Why? Why are you doing why? this? Why? Tell me why? What's going on? Because I think it's bad enough. Like say when you're single and you see a couple walk together holding hands, being all lovey dovey, and then you get that little bit of like like that little dagger into your heart and it's like oh I wish I had somebody, and <laughs> like it it something about it just magnified and so much worse when they're wearing like matching pa- sh- pants and t-shirts and hats and they, glasses when they go the full 9 yard no actually i think the saddest thing is like you see them you, like you imagine them shopping it's like okay we got the same shirt let's go look for the same shorts oh we don't have the same shorts they don't have my size oh this one's kind of similar this one's close enough okay hun we'll get it yeah so like when they're when, like they almost match but don't quite perfectly match the worst i've seen was that these this cup the worst one i've seen so far somewhere in singapore i think it was singapore this couple uh they were wearing these t-shirts that they have to be standing specifically like right. the girl on the left and the guy on the right for like a i'm with him to come Aaron. together oh, okay yeah yeah, so it, was, it wasn't like... I'm, yeah, I've seen those before, but this was like two t-shirts that had to come together to form a complete picture. They had to be cuddling, basically. I think it was a heart with Mickey and Minnie hugging each other. Oh. Yeah. And it was like, that is probably the least functional thing ever. Because mm. first of all, you have to like be that close to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Or if like one person's on the wrong side, it's just going to look wrong. Also, Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Well, it's better than getting a matching tattoo, I think. That is true. That is true. Like, a la Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has that tattoo of Angelina Jolie <laughs> that he just blacked out completely. Um, the, the cool, the one, you know, the, the story about Johnny Depp's tattoo? No. He, he, he used to say, um, Winona forever. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And now yes, it says, yes, yes. Wino forever, like the guy <laughs> yeah, who drinks yeah, wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The things you do with tattoos. Listener, if... I'm speaking to you specifically, listener. If you are one of those people that does couple wear, 
please write into us and explain the mentality. Send the photos. Concept. I'm just. I, I really want to know like what goes behind that discussion before like go like hey um what are you wearing today are you wearing a uh, couple set number fifteen okay <laughs> I'll match up with you or something like that I just what 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 what, what uh, yeah like. The most I can sort of tolerate if, is if they're wearing, like, matching colors. And not so yeah. much, like, oh, if they're both wearing black, because that's something more coincidence. But if, like, they're, like, wearing a yellow t-shirt and green pants. You know? Uh, even like, that matching, it. that's, like, the most I can take. That's already pushing it for me, but, like, I will still be able to look them in the eye be and your have own a goddamn But it also, it also says, like, if you go to, like, an event, like a party, yeah. like a gala, then you should try to dress to match. But that's when, that's when it's okay, right? Dressing to match makes sense, but dressing... To be identical, but even it's, it should be even be small things. Like if it's a if it's a, a formal affair, like yeah. the woman's dress should match the man's tie. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get outfit. that. Like say for example, like your your your, your significant other is wearing like a shimmery purple dress, and then you can wear like a a, a dark suit of a purple shirt or something like that. You know, something yeah. that's like a nice matching. But don't both wear like yellow dress shirts and green ties. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. That's a part I don't understand. <laughs> what are you looking up, John? Nothing. Just more stuff on We Read Your Shit. Taking going to Twitter now. Okie dokie, let's read more shit. Just got some responses from last week. Um based on like favorite stuff and just thoughts on the episode. Like for example, Anson let's see, where did it say? Anson says Nine minutes into the latest episode of Good Hang and Nathan Artona already sounds incredibly loopy. You nah, were really out of it last episode. I was pretty out of it. Like listening so back tired. like listening back while I was editing it, I was extremely soft. I was <laughs> so like dejected. I'm sorry guys, but the energy is up today. Yeah. I am ready and Starbucks fueled energy. Bam 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 bam. Boom. Also like I I've I've had like sufficient sleep. Like the like the best part about being in Indonesia that I love is that they usually put me up in, like, a decent-ish hotel. Oh, that's good. And, like, I, I have the liberties of being able to, like, sleep whenever I want. And, like, there's no there's not as many distractions because Wi-Fi is terrible in those hotels. <laughs> right. So, like, I just sleep. Sleep. Yeah. That's your distraction. I love catching up on sleep whenever. Okay. A couple favorite things. So, last week, again, was uh, Starbucks drinks. Let's see here. Yeah. Agnes says, I'm boring. My go-to Starbucks drinks is always a mocha chip frap mm. or a hot vanilla latte. It depends on the weather. Yeah. Fair. Considering you're in Singapore, it's usually the former quite often. Yeah, you have, uh, to, you have to specify when you want to drink hot over here. Yeah, we, I mean, we talked about that. No, we did. <laughs> uh, the aforementioned Anson says, uh, at Good Hang Podcast, brace yourself. I'm, men- I'm a mentally white girl when it comes to Starbucks. Caramel macchiato with raspberry soy upside down and with the caramel drizzling on the side of the cup. That sounds weird. <laughs> So I said I would give points to someone who can have a more frou-frou drink than me. And Anson, you have won, my friend! You have won all the points. Here, upside down, this is still Anson tweeting, upside down means you reverse the order of the ingredients. It makes a difference. So I guess it gets mixed in, probably, right? The problem is that not many baristas, uh, baristas, Anson, not barristers, barristers are lawyers. Uh, not that many barristers know the term, and most people get my drink wrong. I never asked them to redo it, though, because that would only be a waste of coffee. Also, I'm incredibly embarrassed of this. And you should be, but good on you <laughs> for coming out of the closet of your Starbucks drink. That is, okay, like, what I gleaned from that was more of, like, the sending things back. Have you, like, do you send things back? Uh, I'm trying to do it a little bit more often. I never do it. Yeah, usually I'm, I'm like, too embarrassed. I'm like, I don't want to point out your flaw as a person, but y- you done overcooked my steak. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever sent anything back in the history of my entire life. Wait, I'm trying to th- really think back. No, 
not I've never sent anything back. Not even if they get the order completely wrong. Like say if I order like fried noodles and they give me like a salad of two eggs. What the fuck? I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I guess I'm eating this. Uh, uh, th- uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for the opportunity of let me eat yeah. in your establishment. Yeah. Can I? But, I mean, like, like the most that I'll do is that. I will take a wrong order any day of the week, but I will not stand for, like, if they put the original order in the receipt. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of so course. if, like, I get something else, but then they give me something else, and then, like, it's in the receipt, I'll be like, hey. Be like, look, guys, like, I ordered wanton me, yeah. which, and you didn't give it to me, that's fine. You gave me a half a hard-boiled egg. That's totally fine. I'm happy. <laughs> and more protein. But you charged me for the wontons. Yeah. yeah like, I'll never see, like, like, Starbucks drinks, whatever. I just never, like... I, I I just don't see what is it like. Oh, so what are you? Are you protecting yourself? Are you protecting them? Is it I just awkward? Is it confrontation? Is it just simply confrontation? I think it's the Singaporean like not even that. If anything, like I've seen a lot of Singaporeans be like, "I'll piss you if customer service." Mm-hmm. Like I think it's just like one of those. I don't want either of us to look like tools kind of thing okay because like you know when you do things like that like one side's gonna look like a tool you know it's either like the guy that got your shit completely wrong or the guy that's super fussy and difficult you know yeah although i know that's i, I, I don't know it's just it's just my shame i just get really apologetic about it it's just like oh it's look, my so, asian shame look i'm so sorry i don't mean to. you know i know you got a rough shift maybe you're having a rough day but maybe you don't I understand ordered English. a cheeseburger and you gave me a single French fry. Yeah. <laughs> the, hell? the worst thing I ever got, oh, by the way, I ordered McDonald's way back in the day when I used to eat McDonald's. Uh-huh. I ordered like, you know, like, because they have a minimum, right? <laughs> Last month, basically. <laughs> two days ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, I ordered like a, a couple of things. Like I, I was ordering for two people. So we ordered like a Big Mac and I think my friend got nuggets and drinks and stuff. And then when I got there, when, when the guy got there, he gave me the bag and there was just like one sandwich in there. It was like a muck, a muck spicy. Oh. And I'm like, this doesn't even like, I don't know how, how I didn't realize the weight was so off. Right, right. I forgot what happened, but I was like, I called them and like, you're missing all my shit. <laughs> or like, it was only like half my order or something stupid like that. I'm sorry. I, I, I tried to play a sad sound effect that just sounded like a dying. Yeah. Dog. I think we need to practice with this thing. A little I bit do. More. I or don't get know. Better ones. I don't dumb. know all the sounds yet, but. I promise by next week we'll have a better soundboard because right. right now this is what I have to work with. Listen to this shit. Oh, what the hell? Okay, wait, say what it's called before it. Okay, so this is this is monkey cry. Why would you even have this? This is fall. Oof. This is wah wah. That's pretty good. This is wah 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 wah. Wah 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 wah. This is a guy. And it's a zombie sigh. Oh, why? That's weird. Why would you have? Zombie but you know, it's like the, you know, you know what I've noticed though is that the ones that are are bad are bad, and the ones that are pretty good, you can just do them yourself, dude. Well, but I do like this one. Wah, wah. This is Was one that, that me or the machine? No, but but this year, perfect. I love it. What you can do? It's easy. Look, look. You just gotta. It's like it's just about the how you position your tongue. You just gotta like move your tongue up, and then you just kind of just gotta like. It's about breath control. And then you just gotta go. I see what you're trying to do there, John, but there was some overlap. Yeah, I noticed, I noticed, I noticed as I was doing it. Shut up. Again, we have to practice with this stupid soundboard. Shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. Is there any more shit we have to read? Mm, that's pretty much it. A little light on the shit reading this week, which is totally fine. Alrighty, guys. I, okay. I oh, wait, wait. Well, <laughs> sorry, I did want to do one shout out. Yeah. Because, uh, guys, if you're not following us on Twitter, you would have missed this. By the way, follow us on Twitter or I hate you. Uh-huh. Um... One of our Twitter followers, Agnes, one of our friend of the show, she went into an Apple store and put 
uh, went to the podcast app and put our <laughs> podcast on the front of all the iPhones in the store. Oh, jeez. I, I, that, that deserves a slow clap. As yes. dedication. Yes. Agnes, you are hereby the chairman of the Good Hang Gang. <laughs> I don't know what that, what that gives you. Nothing except my adoration. Yeah. That reminds me of like um, the time when I had a CD out like a long time ago, back in 2006. Mm-hmm. And like, that was back when I was like, what, 15? And like my friends would go to HMVs back when those still existed and put and like just stack my CDs in front of everything and just run away. <laughs> I used to do that too. I used to not do it for my own stuff because I didn't have stuff. But like, uh, yeah, like I'd look for like copies of like Serenity and like put it front and center so you can see it. I did that for um, a musical that I was in a couple years ago as well, like Spring Awakening. Yeah, I would go to like the cystic stand. Oh, the cystic stand. I would just put it in front, like one ro- one full row of Spring Awakening, and just run away. Like. Just, <laughs> just Eden's mohawk, just exactly. everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, all right, dude. Um, all right, I, play the outro music. I, d- I don't have outro. There's music. no outro music. There's no okay. outro music this episode. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because he has this new toy that can enable us to do anything. We're not going to do that one thing that we always do. Yes, uh, but. We're going to get into some games <gasps> because I think this game is going to be pretty interesting. I'm going to I'm going to submit and say it's a pretty dumbass game. Okay. But I'm curious anyway just because I want to see how much you secretly know about this. So, let's what? get into is this about? the game. Game time. Game time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so John and I, uh, we watched The Hunger Games oh, recently. Oh, no. I don't know. Mockingjay <laughs> Part 2. Um, I just realized that we, oh, we were going to talk about that. I realized we were supposed to talk about that. We'll talk about it now. It's perfect timing for it. Okay, fine. Then I'll, I'll retract the game time. <laughs> Alright, that's a rewind. Uh, so... Hunger Games review. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Okay, so what did you think about? So both of us we watched Mockingjay Part Two. Um, pretty much the second day it was out. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing for me with these movies, right? Like all these like young adult um fictiony movies, like Hunger Games, Maze Runner, Twilight. Uh, what else is there? Uh, like the fucking Seeker. Uh, the Light. Puzzle. I don't know. I don't know what the name of, of these <laughs> things are. But I was like, like racking my brain. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's always about like some dystopian shit going on, and then like the chosen one becomes then, like the person that drives all these things. And then love. Yeah. So I've never been super into those things, but I'll watch it just because they're a little bit more interesting than most things out there, just in terms of the premise. It's always a pretty interesting out there premise that you know. Is it though? Is it? Is it mm. It's 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 a fairly interesting premise, I think, and um. Also, because of cultural re- relevance, you want to be in the know of things. So, um, yeah, I I thought it was a pretty interesting movie. I thought it was <clears throat> definitely the most violent Hunger Games so far. Yeah. It was pretty fucking brutal. I know in the past, like they've killed like basically children. toddlers yeah. <laughs> and children, but this was stepping it up a notch. Man, I mean, no, sp- I'm, I'm gonna try be light on the spoilers, but. Somebody, yeah, no, we're, we're, we can we can review without spoiling it. Somebody gets killed. Well said. By being boiled in hot oil, basically, and then and then crucified over some Chains wire and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty hardcore. It was pretty um, fucking hardcore for a movie that's directed at fourteen-year-olds. Yeah, but then again, I don't know. I guess it's harder and harder to like really. Like, the, the boundaries well, is keep it, getting pushed. Is it that the kids grow up with the series? So, like, if you first read the... You know, if you, the first movie came out, what, three, four years ago? Yeah. I don't know. 
So by now that they're so like the Harry Potter books, like the first enough. Harry, first couple Harry Potter books, which you haven't read because you're weird. But Harry Potter has never gone that dark. Yeah, dude, know? come on, man. No, no, Harry Potter they they Not delve violently. Dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they like, don't they don't go into violence, but they go into like themes that are heavier. Exactly, they talk about depression. Like yeah. they talk about. But the I think death those of your parents. They talk about. But I think those yeah. things are fine to get into because those are like u- universal problems that some people might need help with. Yeah. But like in terms of violence, they never really what? went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into, but like, that's the thing. It's example like. Susan Collins, I assume, I guess, is going for the the t- to teach us that the war is a, is an atrocity. Like yeah. the the like the loss of innocence, the loss of life in mm-hmm. war is on both sides astounding. That's yeah. basically like that's fun, my- fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, inspiration for this book actually came when she was watching the new, uh, watching TV mm-hmm. one day, just channel surfing, and she was watching news footage of the Iraq War. Um, like post nine eleven, um, juxtaposed against like reality TV shows, right. which were really hot back in two thousand three and four. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And it kind of just like gave her this really yeah. weird. It totally makes sense, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, all all this stuff is a reflection on our times. Like they're trying to say something. Yeah. Like with 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 uh, Hunger Games, it's about the idea of of sensationalization of of violence. Yeah. And then it, it morphed into like the atrocities of war. Yeah. And with Maze Runner, it's about how hard it is to get out of a maze. <laughs> But okay, like one thing I've kind of dug about the last two Hunger Games movies was how they approached the topic of propaganda. I oh yeah, it was I, a, yeah. I, th- I thought those were approached pretty interesting. It was just super. Like the problem, my main problem with with the films was it was just so ham fisted. It was like there was no subtlety. It's just like there's like the, the the what they were trying to say was so in your face. And you we we when you talk about this after we watched it is that like yeah. it's aimed at younger people. But I'm yeah. like. Don't assume that every all the, you shouldn't assume that your 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 audience is dumb, yeah. which is basically what I felt yeah, like yeah. they were doing. Also, the term "ham-fisted" does not mean what you think it does. It doesn't mean getting like fist fucked by a pig, because that's called ham trotted. Oh, of yeah. course, ham-fisted I'm, I'm so is sorry. yeah, ham-fisted is when John Ham puts his fist in your butthole. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, I would pay a lot of money to be ham-fisted by John Ham. Yeah, while he smokes a cigarette and narrates the whole thing. I can't do a John Hamm impression. How do you even do a John Hamm impression? Anyway, I don't know. Well, um, John. Okay, I, I get. I get that you feel like they're trained, like they're, they're kind of dumbing it down a little bit. But you have to know it's 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 like a it's a movie for mass consumption. You know, it's like it's definitely a much broader movie, and mm. it's aimed at really they're really they're really going for the young crowd here. Mm. Like anyone below twenty one is basically their main. Demographic, yeah, 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 I get that, you know? I get that, I get that. So I understand when they're trying to go for something a little bit more broad, something a little bit less, like some, something that's kind of on the nose. So yeah, I, I, I appreciated it. I think the ma- my main gripe of the movie is just that the ending felt a little bit unsatisfactory. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> like the ending just felt very rushed. I, I enjoyed the twist. You know, if you guys are aware of the books, there's a little bit of a twist at the end um, uh, regarding like how everything comes to a close. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that because I was very confused for a while until they explained it. And I was like, oh, cool twist. Mm-hmm. But it's just how they wrap things up. And I understand because partially because of the demise of Philip Seymour Hoffman, they weren't able <laughs> the to. The demise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They weren't able to do some things. That they wanted to do. But I think, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, that what w- made it so unsatisfying is that a big thing of this whole trilogy which became a quadrilogy quad that was a trilogy but with like trilogy what's the, the no last, now, now the I'm just thinking what's the word parts. the uh the alien quadrilogy quad four part thing Quilogy. um <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't so it's because a big part of it was like the love triangle between um 
Katniss, Gale, and Peta. I'm amazed that you remembered that Gale's name. Is that his name, Gale? Gale, like Mini Liam Thor? Hensworth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like Loki? it's like Loki. Is it what Loki? Thor's brother. Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 going with Balder. Um, uh, the it was like it was just like it was like a worse love triangle than the fucking Jacob. Um, wow, oh, these ones. Are, Jacob, Bella, and Ryan. No, Edward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Team Ryan. <laughs> Oh dear! No, man, I'm Team Joseph. <laughs> yeah, it was just like I like it. I had I had no. Yeah, that that love story was it was very Ill- strange, illogical. Like it didn't it didn't stimulate me on an intellectual level, on an emotional level. I didn't yeah. care who she ended up with. I don't, yeah, like I, I don't it. know how she got to that choice. I like the idea how she chose one of the over because of a reason that you'll find out if you have watched it is kind of whack. Okay, but I think like with the Hunger Games in general, what they're trying to go at is something a little bit more towards like corporations, big government yeah. and like war and like they're trying to comment on those things. Yeah. And they've added romance in it just because it's a requirement almost. I mean, and, that's, and, that's, and, and, yeah. and you can almost feel the audience acknowledge it to some point because there were some scenes where like, you know, say when when uh Mini Thor, what's his name again? Gale. Gale uh and uh Peta when they have their little like scuffles, yeah, the audience is like audibly laughing because like, the oh, love story is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's kind of like it's tacked on. It feels kind of forced. I I wonder but, if the actors see it that way, but you can definitely tell that the audience is aware that it's a yeah. bit of a tacked on. And, love story. and kind of going back to what you were saying is that like they're talking about the big themes of the thing is that these two guys throughout the course of this last film in particular grew to represent the main driving force yeah. forces uh, in that are in Catton's head. Like one represents home and, and serenity and peace. And one represents change and uh, what excitement and what's happening in the capital. Blah, uh, yeah. That said though, are you team kale or team penis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I like my fiber. I got to go with team kale. I think yeah. it's a superfood. I've always been a team penis guy. But yeah. Like PETA, I just, Peter is such a strange character. <laughs> Do not think so. He's just like his 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 character arc throughout all the all three movies of or four movies. Mm-hmm. It's just odd. Like their whole love story in the first two That's movies. That's what to I begin mean. With, it just doesn't hit. It, I don't know if it doesn't hit, but just it, it, it. I don't know how to say it. Just doesn't make a lot of sense. Like <laughs> it's it's almost it's almost. Um, it's not that it doesn't make sense and, oh, they didn't do it well. It's a, it's almost to the point where it's kind of like, is this intentionally being weird as fuck? Like, has that, that thought ever that. crossed your mind? Like, the whole penis love story. Like, it 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 encourages me to think that, um, <coughs> what's her name? Suzanne Collins? Yeah. Is almost intentionally making this love story a very odd one because... It's it's a strange love story. They're kind of they're almost forced into loving each well, other. I, at some I, point. I think I remember reading in the books that it was a little bit more satisfying, mm-hmm. like uh, penis or or, or or gayness, whichever way it goes. It, kale, it seemed, kale, 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 not gayness. Okay, Katniss kale, and kale. Gale. Yeah, Peter and Katniss, or Gale and Katniss, gayness, gayness. <laughs> anyway, so that said, um, would I recommend you watch it? Look, if you watched all three, just watch it. Just wrap yeah. it up. Um, it's Complete definitely the circle. It's probably the better, the best of. For, I actually quite like the first one. Origin stories are the best. Yeah. It was definitely better than the last one. The last one was so forgettable. Like, the beginning of this first one, I was like, what the hell happened again? I had to jump on Wikipedia real quick, and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Was that soundboard or was that me? Ooh. That or was yeah, Nathan. Okay. Anyway, all right, so you have a Hunger Games game for me, man? I do. Wait, no, before, before we go oh, on. Oh, we have to uh, play the game time. Yeah, no, no, it's oh. the rating. What, what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate it, Nathan? I will give it six and a half arrows out of ten. Um, I will give it seven districts out of thirteen. All right. I don't know what that math is, but that sounds positive. Slightly above 55%, yeah. Yeah, all right then. Well, that is the review. Yeah, that, like that go is, watch it. it, it it's fun. Like it, it, it's, it's a fun time. Kids die, you know. <laughs> Just children death. Always yeah. a good time in the movies. I, I will say this though, it was really like the art, like the production of it, the art design of it was really strong. Oh, it was it really nice beautiful. to watch. It yeah, beautiful. Anyway, that's like one of those things. Like, what'd you think of my show, dude? Oh, the lighting was great. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. What'd you think of the concert? Oh man, the sound was really on point. Nah. Okay, so anyway. be- before we go into okay, let's just get into game time. I need to take a quick piss, so just give me a second. We'll edit this out. <coughs> so by the time I come back, you will already hear me go. <coughs> yeah, let's go. <coughs> game time. Game time. Alrighty, that was a good little piss. Yeah. I've been holding that in for like 20 minutes. <laughs> um, okay, so I did prepare a Hunger Games uh, game for you. So it's the Hunger Game game game. Oh dear. Game, game, game. And I, I'm pretty I'm pretty curious to see how you do because I know you probably know almost nothing about the show. May the odds um, be ever in my flavor. But... The problem is, um, yeah. Um, but there's a good amount of this trivia that's within the movies. So you don't really have to know too much about the books. But I mean, actually, Nathan, I've actually watched all the movies and read all the books. Oh, you've read the books? Yeah, I don't really remember it though. Oh shit! Then this might be no, no. It's gonna be no. It's gonna be hard because I don't really remember it, and like most of it, I just audio booked. And if I listen to an audio book without having read it first, I don't retain much information. See, now I'm scared because a lot of these questions are actually pretty simple, but stuff that I can't really answer because I know jack shit and I'm very, I'm not invested in the books or the movies at all. Cool. So yeah, this should be fun. All right. So these like multiple choice questions. Oh, these are. It's really easy. True or false. Oh, okay. True or false? That's it. I don't like true or false questions. As as a, as a learning or as a quizzing method, I think true or false is anything that's fifty fifty is just lame. Yeah, you don't like it. But bring it on. I'll, but see, these these will be true and true or false, tagged with some fun facts. I like fun yeah. facts. So that's you'll, that's so you'll, you'll learn a I'm just saying, you know, like multiple choice. Those are fun. Yeah. Well, Open but answer. Uh, so when 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 you when you get a question right, I'll play this for you. Ooh. And when you get it wrong, you get this. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be fun. (laughs) All right, so first question. All right. Wait, how many questions? How many questions? Oh, there's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. Nine questions. Nine questions, meaning you have to get five five right. right. All right, cool. Bring it on. The Hunger Games game. Yeah. Okay, so first question. Since you've read the books, you'll probably get this right. Katniss Everdeen won the 65th Hunger Games. True or false? False. It is. Get it. <laughs> she won the seventy fourth Hunger Games. Seventy fourth, and yeah, yeah, that's you know seventy fourth because the seventy fifth was in the second book, which was the quarter quell. No. Which means every twenty five Hunger Games, they add a special spiciness to it. No. Yeah, I'm a nerd. <laughs> also, I guarantee you. Like now, I'm thinking about it. I guarantee you that like she, uh, Suzanne Collins is gonna do like the Harry Potter thing where she's gonna revitalize the book in the next few years and then like have it um 
uh, take place in the hundredth Hunger Games. They could be. They could be that yeah. interesting. There's actually um, there's already talk about like uh, either a prequel or a sequel to the Hunger Games movies. Ooh, yeah. but like you know what's cool about the Hunger Games is that like the world's gone to shit, but they don't really go. They don't know how it kind of happened, which I think is like, an interesting point of view. Yeah. I mean, you may think it was like a nuclear war or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, very cool. Okay, Katniss won the seventy fourth Hunger Games. Yeah. Okay, next one. A tribute named Titus was once killed by the game makers due to resorting to cannibalism. And the cannibalism... Okay, Titus was in the first one. Was it cannibalism that he got? Uh, I'm going to say that is false. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) This is completely true. And uh, fun fact, uh, a movie about cannibalism came out a couple of weeks ago called The Green Inferno Uh, by by Eli Roth. Eli Roth, yeah. Apparently it's terrible. Don't watch it, John. (laughs) bad. A guy gets ripped piece by piece on a cement block in front of his friends and they just show everything. Like they show each eye getting taken out. They show each limb getting taken out and eaten. They show the tongue getting cut off. It, uh, no. Yeah, there was an episode of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Where they showed the like museum. Oh, really? Yeah. They had a TV show as well with um in this latest generation. It was Dean Cain was the host, and they showed cannibals from oh, India. Superman. Yeah, that's Superman. They showed cannibals in India and how they would like take bodies that were um in the Ganges, and they would like how they would like ritualistically eat it. Like they would like um they would tie their hands behind their back and they would only eat it because their idea is like they wouldn't want they only want the dead bodies. To, to go into their mouths and not anywhere else. That's no Still fun. pretty creepy. Still pretty creepy. Cannibalism. Bad. Bad. Moral of the story. Okay. He was a black guy. Anyway, moving on. Question Next three. question. <clears throat> Finnick O'Dair yes. is played by actor Sean Carwin. That's the, that's the question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because like, I was thinking about it like, what's that actor's name? I truly don't know. So I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Carr. I'm going to say that is false. Hey! No real logic. <laughs> His name is Sam Clayton. <laughs> which sounds like an even more made up name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, fun fact Sam Clayton got his big break in. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in on Stranger Tides. Oh, he was the guy who fell in love with the mermaid, right? Oh, the mermaid was so hot. I, I, really I was. I had the biggest crush on a mermaid, the actress um, Astrid Burgess Frisbee. I had the biggest crush on her for like a solid year. <laughs> she was. She, she is gorgeous. She's so pretty. I fell in love with her in that movie. That's that's the main reason why that question was in there. Anyway, <laughs> next one. So you're 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 two for three. Yeah. Next one. See, in, in retrospect, because you know the books, all these questions are stupid, because I was just trying to be... Wait, anyway. Eh. I mean, I read the books. I don't know the books. Yeah. But these are pretty simple questions. Next question. Effie Trinket's official title in the Hunger Games series is Head of Image Consulting and Mentorship. Uh, I believe that's true. Is that true? Aww. False. Effie Trinket's official title is a district escort. <laughs> Which is very odd. That's a good made-up title you went there. I like that. What did you, what did you say she was? The Head, head of, of Image Consulting and Mentorship. Ah, that's good. Because to me, that's kind of what she does. But Actually, she's called a district escort because apparently she... I mean, I guess she looks kind of like one. Ah, like a whore. Like a hoe. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Elizabeth Banks not only starred in, but also produced and directed the two Pitch Perfect movies. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Talented, talented, talented lady. I used to have the biggest crush on her. Oh, my God. She's gorgeous, yeah. And she's like... She's getting better of age. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, <laughs> but... Okay, fine. But she's not diminishing um, with age. I guess that's how you say it. 
Like, she, like she's she's still pretty, and yeah, she did gorgeous. and she did really well on SNL a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, she was a good host. Matthew McConaughey killed it, by the way. I have not but seen that. But look, uh, guys, uh, straight men and lesbians amongst you, uh, Google Elizabeth Banks GQ for some sexy, sexy photos from like ten years ago. Look at this. Look at this, Nathan. My God. She's a pretty, pretty woman. God, it's so pretty. And this shoot is so hot. And the <laughs> fact that you know that she's funny makes it even hotter. She is. She is funny, though. And, like, the best part about her is that she's funny without really trying too oh. hard. Oh, she's natural. Yeah. Yeah. Just, anyway. We're just on. looking at pictures of her. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, we're moving on now. <laughs> moving on. Zach and Mary make a porno. Very underrated movie. Oh, oh yeah. She was leading that with uh, she was Seth Rogen. Yeah. Anyway. Next question. A day school in the United States. So this is more uh-huh. Hunger Games. Uh, adjacent. Adjacent. Yes. A day school in the United States once held a summer camp based on Hunger Games, pitting children against each other in an extended flag football match. Okay. This is... I th- I'm going to say, go ahead and say this is false. And the reason I think it's false, because how the fuck do you play six-way, seven-way, 12-way flag football? Capture the flag makes more sense. Anyway, mm-hmm. my answer is false. No! How the fuck do you play flag football? It wasn't explained in the article, but basically they had like some kind of flag football match um, between like several groups. So I guess they separate separate. It was a tournament. Or it was a tournament. They had a tournament. I, I, I guess, That's but important. basically Pro, they research. had. Okay, research. but the the main the main gist of the story was that it was a day school in Florida, of course. Of Florida, where else? Yeah, and the camp was discontinued since then, and the concept was canceled midway through the camp itself because kids were getting too violent and started making death threats to other children. <laughs> well, yeah. So the camp counselors and the parents were very concerned. Like, May the odds be ever in your favor, bitch. Hike. <laughs> Yeah, it, it didn't go well. Like, Ooh. the kids started making, like, really bad remarks, like, during the breaks. So They'd be like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to I'm going to you, bitch. You. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to stab you in the eye with I'm going to straight up bitch. rue your ass. <laughs> you will rue the day. You will rue the day. Okay, so I'm not keeping track of your score, are nah, you? No, no, no. I think, I think you have, like, wait, one. You should keep. You should be keeping track of your own score. Well, traditionally, you keep score. Okay, what do I have? <laughs> My hands are full. I got the soundboard and the questions. Um, so you got. Well, I've got two, two or three. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. We've had five questions so yep. far. You've had three round two right. There okay. we go. So you need to have three more right to get to. Win. That's right. Alrighty, next one. <laughs> okay, next one. President that President that. President Snow's first name is Coriolanus. I believe that's true. Hey! President Snow's first name is Coriolanus. Coriolanus. Uh, Coriolanus Snow. Yeah. Does that sound like anything? Coriolanus Snow. Coriolanus Snow. Coriolanus Snow. Coriolanus Snow. Collier Anus Snow. I guess that's weak, but yeah. Call your anus John Snow. Call your anus John Snow. No, Coriolanus is a very, not a very sh- famous, but a fa- it's a Shakespearean character. Coriolanus? Yeah. And oh, I, I think uh, Emily, Natalie Dormer's character, I don't know if she's in the books or not, but her name is Cressida, which is another Shakespearean character. There you go. Yeah. Well, fun fact, actor Donald Sutherland is father of, no brainer, Kiefer Sutherland, who yeah. stars as Jack fucking Bauer. Yep. 24. Yeah. I they, really they like... Look, they look so alike. They really do. They Especially the that Kiefer's getting way older. Like, it, they, they have the same voice, the same face, same everything. I don't know about a voice, because to me, I relate <sighs> Kiefer's voice so much to Jack Bauer that I don't think they sound that alike. True, but they, their face is the same. Yeah. Though. Anyway, next question. Bring it. Pan M. 
is derived from the Roman term panem et circuses, meaning bread and circuses. The <laughs>、uh, false. Wait, I played it right. <laughs> really? That's where they got panem. A phrase used by a Roman writer to deplore the declining heroism of Romans after the Roman Republic ceased to exist and a Roman Empire began. Two things only the people anxiously desire: bread and circuses. The government kept the Roman populace happy by distributing free food and staging huge spectacles. Okay, wait, hold on. Was that Susan Collins got it from that, or did the actual people in the books got get it from that? Panem is derived from the Roman term panem at circuses. Yeah, but who, who like like as like the name Panem, like the name of the the, the city of Panem, like、yeah. the or, the origin of when they created that thing. Yeah, who was who from they?、This. Susan Collins, the author, or the pe- the characters in the universe of the Hunger Games? I would think. Wouldn't wouldn't both things mean the same if Susan Collins said fucker? <laughs> like no, like, it's 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 right. Like she, I don't know because I, I I figured like in 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 the characters like in the prequels like the unwritten prequels of Hunger Games like yeah it's America but we got fucked up and now everything's all spread out. No, it's like the origin of Pan American colonies. The original the origin of the name was from a Roman term. All right, I'll give that to you. According to Susan Collins. Okie dokie. Two more questions. I think you have to get these both right. Yes, I do.、It. Yeah. Okay then. <clears throat> The original casting for Katniss Everdeen was supposed to be famous singer Taylor Swift. They actually shot a few scenes of the singer actress, and they were going to go full on with it, including a brunette Taylor Swift. But due to touring and contractual obligations, Taylor could not commit to the several movie deal with Lionsgate. Hmm, good question.、Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she was in the mix, but I don't think she would have like gone into pre-production and all that stuff. Also. When、the first Hunger Games came out. How? Where was Taylor Swift in her career? Just starting out.、Eh, I'm gonna go with false. I don't really care. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah,、uh, that, I completely made that up. I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs>、yeah. proud of that. I thought it sounded pretty real.、Uh, original casting choices for Katniss Everdeen was actually Emily Browning, yeah, Haley Steinfeld, that was interesting, Kaya Scodelario. I was, like her. She was that chicken Maze Runner that was the worst,、yeah. and Lindsay Fonseca. Oh, I know. I, I, that's the one I like. I really like. I Lindsay love Lindsay Fonseca. She's so pretty. Hot. Hot. She's so pretty. She's like, the. She plays the daughter from How I Met Your Mother, and she was in Nikita. And and yeah, and and、uh, kick ass. Ooh, she's kick、so、ass.、Cool. Oh my god, she's so gorgeous. And she was like, if that guy was here right now, I'd fuck him. <gasps> and then she does. She has、Cutting. the prettiest face. Very pretty. Anyway, this last、right. question. Make、to、a the break.、Wire. Time. Here we go. The Hunger Games、yes. is the third most highlighted book on Amazon. <laughs> no, it's false. No, what's wrong with you people? What is there to highlight in that stupid book? <laughs> the Hunger Games is the third most highlighted book on Amazon, first being the Bible. Yeah, I forget the Bible. I was, I was really, I was really, point, I, was、like、ex- I was extremely surprised to learn this as well. But apparently, people fucking love the Hunger Games. Number two. Oh, I I should have looked that up. I don't know, but <laughs> um, yeah, people love the Hunger Games. They love quoting the Hunger Games. So, like on the Kindle, that's what they're talking about. Because you can highlight it on your Kindle. Most that's fucked up, man. <laughs> We're both looking it up furiously now because I'm super curious as well who the second most highlighted、yeah. book is. Um, I I don't know. How do you look this up? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. This was kind of just like one of those facts that I found, and I checked, I I, I cross referenced it with Amazon. Is like, yeah, it turns out it's true. But I don't know who the second most highlighted book is. Ten most highlighted passages of all time, but not books. The oh yeah, I mean, 
That's funny. Actually, dude, like I'm looking at the top 10 most highlighted passages and they're all not just, you know, not just the Hunger Games, it's the Catching Fire is there. Steve Jobs. That's the second. Is it? Yeah, down, 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 down. Mm. All the way down. Yeah, no, sorry, there. Oh, yeah. The Holy Bible, English Standard Version with cross references. <laughs> Steve Jobs, then the Hunger Games. <laughs> and then another Bible translation. And then the seven, ha- seven Habits of Effective People. That's fine. Number uh. one most highlighted thing in all of Kindle from Catching Fire because sometimes things happen to people and they're not equipped to deal with them. Why do you need to highlight that? Why do you need to highlight that 17,784 people? Maybe it's just like a bunch of kids with like they don't know how to use their Kindles and they're like just like, like highlighting. Just highlighting everything. Just like, well, maybe because like they're running their fingers through their book to read it because they're like children and then like they accidentally highlight the entire book as they're reading it. This is, look, the second most highlighted line from Pride and Prejudice is much more clever. It is a truth universally uh, universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. John, I don't think anyone's arguing the that fact that either. Pride and Prejudice is a better book than Hunger Games. That's not that clever But either. I'm sorry, John, you have lost game time. <laughs> I hate losing. <laughs> but I did say in the beginning, this is a pretty dumb game. But I thought it was, it was interesting. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was good. And in keeping with the times, I like that we make our games topical. I like that. I'm sorry, Dan. God damn it, because sometimes things happen to people and they're not equipped to deal with them. That's barely even a sentence! <laughs> That's n- barely even an maybe, idea. No, may- maybe maybe it's where it's placed in the book that is significant. Where, where, in, that, where in the book is that? I don't know. It's sentence? in Catching Fire, so that's the second book, right? I don't know. Maybe something significant happened at some point. What a crap. Again, I don't know. I truly, I'm not invested in any of the books. Because sometimes you want to order a sandwich, but they don't have the sandwich you want. (laughs) Quote it. Highlight it forever. So bitter. It's really stupid. (laughs) Look, there's, look, I just Googled that quote and there's like multiple blog posts of like, why the fuck is this the most quoted thing on, uh, most highlighted thing on, yeah. Jesus. (laughs) Uh... I think my theory holds up. Maybe it's just kids that have to run their fingers along the text as they read it. Maybe, so they just maybe. accidentally highlight shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Hoo-wee. Oh, anyway. that was game time. That was intense. I like it when it goes down to the wire like that. Down to the wire. Obviously, that is one of those songs where, like, you don't know the words either? I don't know the words. Do you know the words? I don't know, but I know the tune. To the wire. That's the words. Like, you know, like sometimes you don't know, you don't know like all the words, but you'll know a little bit more than that. Like, you know, like that's, the dance, wire thing is one dan- word. Dancing in September. <laughs> yeah. Body da, say that you remember. Body da, dancing in September. Never was a... Okay, actually, no, never yeah. was a cloudy day. I can't do another word to that. I'm just saying that there's some songs that like, you... You know you don't, none of the words. You know none of the words. <laughs> For the tune. That's crazy. To the wire. And that's it. It's the only fucking lyric that anyone knows to that song. Which means it's probably a good, like, something to pull out at a party. Like, you got this song. Or your penis. Pull the wire out of my penis? No, it's something to pull out at a party. <laughs> <laughs> Play some kind of sound effect. Oh uh, right, hold on, wait. No, it's coming. Ah, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, let's, let's let's rewind time. Get it ready, and then we'll do the exact same thing. <clears throat> I think that's only appropriate. That's pretty good. Yeah. Alrighty. 
All right, we got that next. We got the news to talk about, my friend. Let's go into the news and news and news and news and news. Play the music. Music! One, two, three, four! World news, interviews, voluntary puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, racist fans, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? In the news this week, uh, we've got some pretty, pretty, pretty crazy stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, not it's not going to be as heavy as the previous. Segment. Yeah, because last last week was too heavy. Yeah, but we do have some. You got some stuff to talk about. We'll start with the most exciting. Let's let's go with the news that is the least surprising news that anyone's ever released. Okay, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, beloved actor, and I think he's the half of Two and a Half Men, says he is HIV positive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut that off halfway. <laughs> he is not winning unless... What is Nathan doing? <laughs> I don't know, just keep going. After Charlie Sheen has told NBC's Today Show Tuesday that he was diagnosed as HIV positive about four years ago, which I think... Better? Yeah. <laughs> which I think coincides with this whole kind of like public mental breakdown, right? Of like getting hookers and like yeah. doing drugs. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, so pretty much what happened was that uh, he was pressurized into making this announcement because um, women that he has been sleeping with or just been like promiscuous with, they actually threatened to have a press release and reveal him and basically expose his HIV status. Sure. Uh, so he preempted this by making the announcement to Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose? Yeah. Uh, I think so. uh, he made this announcement the Today Show by himself. Uh, out of the horse's mouth as they say or the tiger's mouth um and yeah not really surprising kind of tragic because you can kind of see it physically you know the the severe weight loss i mean okay let's be clear he does well, not have, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have AIDS, hiv but and apparently he's never missed a dosage he's handling he doesn't look that unhealthy i don't think yeah mentally he looks kind of messed i mean he's he, he's always been on the edge of that um but, but to think, I mean, before, about, yeah, four years ago, Charlie Sheen wasn't really in the news. I mean, he was just doing his thing on Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he was everywhere in the news. Maybe it's coincided, like... Probably. But yeah, yeah. Um, fun fact, not so fun, tragic fact. Not that tragic. Pretty fun. Anyway, um, because... I think all AIDS facts are fun. Yeah. What, what, what do you got? What do you got? Um, because of this recent announcement and confirmation from the news media, uh, the porn industry had to shut down for a little bit, like maybe for like a day or two. Specifically because of Charlie Sheen? Because of Charlie Sheen. Because he's pretty infamous for having he's been with sex a lot of, with a lot of porn stars. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. What was that really famous one that, he, that w- was one of his like... Um, wives was that what he called them mistresses no lady friends he called them something like in the news like a like a like a mistress uh, not i'm not mistress. sure I, I wasn't really i've not one of the things i really kept up with it was like oh my queens or something like that <laughs> but yeah he was he, look, he had sex with a bunch of porn stars so they had to shut down the industry for a while and have everyone tested again because he's kind of you know yeah, romping he's around all up in there. there um but yeah i mean like it's kind of interesting that like you know, it's not the '80s anymore. He's got the triple cocktail. He's doing all the latest drugs. He seems to be relatively healthy. He could go on to live with it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. If you want to know more about this show, make sure to check out Pangdemonium's Rent coming this season <laughs> in Season of Love. <laughs> um, do you hear that Magic Johnson actually reached out to him over Twitter? 
Oh, the two, the two most favorite men with HIV. Yeah, Magic Johnson reached out to him saying, like, would you like to join my crusade in, like, uh, spreading awareness about, you know, HIV? And what did Charlie Sheen say? Um, I don't believe there has been a response no, yet. I'm already winning! Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you can live with it. it I mean, Magic sure. Johnson's been doing well, you know. Sure, so. sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's, it's, not, like, it's, not, it's no longer a death sentence, so. Yeah. You're fine. Man, I'd be really scared to find out if I had HIV. That's crazy. Be safe out there. I'm sorry. That was, I don't, was that cowbell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the show. This is the episode of random ass sound effects. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to the next news story. This is my favorite headline. I think I've ever read ever in my life. Okay. Religious sisters posing as prostitutes to save sex slaves. That's good timing. Yeah. We're going to remove that gap probably. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, an army of sisters who, let's see, an army of religious sisters who rescue victims of human trafficking, trafficking, trafficking. by posing as prostitutes to infiltrate brothels and buying children being sold into slavery is expanding to 140 countries, the chairman said on Wednesday. So basically these, these, these lovely women pose as whores to go in and they go in, they make like they're going to buy them and make these kids slaves. Instead, they take them away and put them in school and take care of them and whatnot. Kicking the door down, sisters. It's like, bam! Hey, guys, we're going to take back all your prostitutes and bring them to the church. Rock on. Yeah. That's the that's that's a movie pitch. <laughs> I think this would be... I, I guarantee this. This is going to be a movie in a couple years, right? Starring... Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Susan Sarandon. And Chloe Moretz. And Maggie Smith. Joyful, joyful, love adore Man, I love we Sister Act, too. We are gonna take your horse. Take your horse. Everybody come with me. We are going to save those horse. Bam. Halo sound. Oh, wait, hold on. God, these fucking sound effects are fucking fucking us up. (laughs) (laughs) It'll get better. In like three weeks time, we're going to be like wizards with this soundboard. Or at least have a better soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) This is cool. Look at this quote. These sisters do not trust anyone. They do not trust governments. They do not trust corporations. And they don't trust local police. In some cases, they cannot trust male clergy. Mm. They just go in there and they get the job done, these sisters do. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Like... Sorry, which country was this in? Which state? It's. Uh, I mean, they're working all around Europe and uh, oh. India. It looks like all over, but they're expanding to 140 countries. So that's pretty crazy. Do they have like a like a like an organization name? Oh, that's a good question. Let's look that up. The uh, vamp. While I look that up. Oh, you mean like vamp? Like you vamp? Like, do whatever you want, bro. Oh, I, thought you meant, like, I thought you meant like vamp a few bars, you know, of like some sweet chords. Sweet chords. Okay, you have to, but you have to do like, like, yeah, the theme song of these nuns. What would it be? The theme song of these nuns. Yeah. Um, it would have to be like, like, like a, like a proper rock anthem. Yeah. You know, because like, it has to be something that plays when they kick the door open and they start collecting them hoes and reforming them hoes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find an actual name for the group, but what's some good names for if this was a group? Um, the, oh no, there, there's a name. It's the Sisters Against Trafficking. That sucks. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's just, wait, uh, no. The that's, SATs. That's not even, yeah. Yeah. What about, um, Kicking the Habit? Ooh. Or, um, um, nuns against 
I don't have anything. I'm sorry. Nuns on the run. <laughs> Nuns on a run, doing it for fun. Uh. Bad puns. Bad puns. Bad puns. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Next article. So we're going fast in this thing. We're going fast. We're going fast. I got one article. So um, everyone knows that the number one airport in the world, or at least you know, they're always in the top three. Changi, right? motherfucker. Changi Airport. I love that airport. I love you know? that airport. I, love I could it. hang out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could hang out there, but these guys took it a little bit further. Oh, really? A trio has called Changi Airport their home for the last seven months. What? Why? Yep. So, um, Miss Eileen Ho and Mr. Daniel Su, uh, they've been... They're Singaporeans. Yes. And uh, so, Miss Eileen Ho and her boyfriend... Wait, the trio? Did they have a kid? Well, I don't know how this works, but it's, it's a couple, but the headline is trio. Anyway. Right. Um, the, uh, this couple, they've been um, living in Changi Airport for the last seven months. Uh, which, you know, it's, it's, it's basically got everything they need. You know, they've got a, a comfortable place to sleep. They've got free Wi-Fi. It's a grocery store. Grocery store, supermarket, clean bathrooms. It's all pre-security, so yeah. Yeah. Clean, clean bathrooms is a huge plus. Changi Airport's mm, bathrooms mm, are like... Super clean. I always leave and press the super happy smiley face. All the way in the right. Happy all face. All the way. Yeah. Uh, so when asked why the airport, Mr. Sue said, it's pretty all right here. There's free internet, free electricity, and free water. So wait, they're homeless? They're homeless, yes. Uh, he occasionally gets a call to report to his part-time job at a catering company in the area. Um, but he only earns about $500 a month. Um, so the couple said that they have been living on this amount for food, cigarettes, and top-ups for their mobile phones. Friends also drop in every once in a while to bring them food. Um, yes. They they used to stay in a friend's apartment, but they, was, they were asked to move out. And unfortunately, because they've been discovered, um, the airport staff has asked them to move out. I was going to ask them, how long were they before they were discovered? Because like- Seven months, dude. The, the whole seven months. They were there the whole seven months. Seven months. Like just pre- they had like suitcases, just kind of pretending to like, be waiting for their plane. I believe so. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and here's the, the part that's a little bit more tragic. They're in their twenties. Uh, yeah, it's not an old couple or anything like that. They're in their twenties. Oh, and they, but they, then, said they might have a child. Um, I, I don't know. They say trio, but I'm fine. I can't find a third name. But here's the thing: because they're in their twenties, that make to me that makes this article a little bit a question about like. Whose fault is this? You know, mm. is it the systems? Is it theirs for having a lack of motivation? Because they're not physically incapable people. I mean, sure, they might not have the educational, um, what do you call it, uh, qualifications. But they're in their 20s. You're physically capable to work. Why wouldn't you go out and seek jobs no. as opposed to being called for a part-time yeah, or, or, job? But even then, where, where's their family? Like, where are their parents at? Uh, Who knows, right? Yeah. That but, said, I mean, if you had a choice, I'd probably, if I had to live with my parents or at Changi, I might even choose Changi. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, but, but, okay, but to be fair, it is a little bit difficult for them to get a, uh, a job because um, uh, employers here don't employ you if you do not have a home. A home or address. A permanent address, yes. Yeah, but have it just sent to a friend's place. Um, yeah, right. I don't know, man. It's a crazy uh, they, story. They, they, have, they have tried to approach the social service office and the family service center, um, but they didn't really have a follow-up with them. Uh, but fortunately, um, a spokesman from Changi Airport Group said that they have looked they have hooked them up with a Ministry of Social and Family Development, and a social welfare officer is currently exploring accommodation options with That's them. That's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. good. It's good of the government to help them out that way. Yeah. But I just but, like that. Like, yeah, but they're young. They're capable. If anything, I don't know. Like if, this. This to me screams a lack of motivation. 
Mm, I don't know, dude. I can't. There's just no not enough information to judge. I yeah. have no fucking clue. I don't even know who that third person is. In the video. <laughs> but like, I just like the idea of like this is the conversation they had. It's like, hey, should we hack out at a uh, uh, Ben's place? Uh, he's got a TV and PS4. It's like, yeah, but uh, Daniel, he's got a Tie Fighter and X Wing, <laughs> a slide, <laughs> and and McDonald's, bunch of chicken, yeah, bunch of chicken. KFC, Burger King, yeah. Uh, I I would spend like. Of all the airports to get stuck at, I would not mind a Singapore airport. If you had to terminal it, if you had to Tom if Hanks, I had to Tom Hanks it, it that's Changi, one of my favorite no movies, choice. man. Yeah, if I had to Tom Hanks it, Changi for sure. For sure. Like, I was once stuck in the London airport for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't bad. Wasn't great. Heathrow. Heathrow. Yeah. It was like I had a la- I had a delay over there for like a full seven hours, and that, it that's was, it. <laughs> I mean, you know, seven <laughs> I was hours. I was stuck in Taiwan for like twelve hours. Yeah, true that. Yeah. But I was stuck there for seven hours and it was kind of just like, you know, nah, nah, nah. It's not much of anything, but right, even right. worse was well, when I was stuck in Doha for seven hours. That's that's pretty standard, right? Like when you're traveling. If you uh, take a bad timing, through, if you take a yeah. bad timing, it goes to Doha. I was stuck there for seven hours. That is the most boring airport in the world, <clears> unless you're really into perfumes and hard liquor. <laughs> you can shop oh, to your heart's content. I forgot to talk about this. I, I have this theory that I don't know why... Um, more international airports don't have like, not even necessarily the best restaurant, but they should have a restaurant that has the best, there's the kind of like an ambassador to the food of, the of that, of that, not even like that city even. Like I was in, when I was flying from, to and from Shanghai, I had to stop over in Hong Kong. I was like, ooh, I want to get some dim sum. Hong Kong's famous for the dim sum, right? Yeah. When you get some dim sum, it was shit. I'm like, why don't you guys have some decent dim sum? <laughs> See, that's why I like Singapore's airport because they have that. They have like um, the taste of Singapore hawker thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like, it decent, I don't even know. it's not bad. It's yeah. pretty standard. I think you should just have like, yeah, whatever's famous for your place. Like, if I'm flying like through Italy, I better get some fucking good ass pasta. Mm. Mm. I did have a really good meal at Heathrow though, because I was delayed That's because, weird. um, I was delayed because the flight was overbooked uh-huh. and, um, they offered me like credit. Like they just Vouchers, said, Oh, would you yeah, like, yeah. uh, Oh no, sorry, sorry, sorry. It wasn't God. It was cash. 500 pounds cash. Um, to take a later flight. Oh, yeah. So I said, yeah, let's do it. 500 pounds. Damn, it's a good deal. Yeah. So I, I, that was basically what I spent in my trip there. Right. Um, so, uh, I was reimbursed 500 pounds. So I felt like, you know, I deserved like a nice meal. So I went to the Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Ooh. Had the best pumpkin soup I've ever had in my life. That's what you had? I mean, it was a full meal, but the pumpkin soup was like mind blowing. Wow. I bet. Cause it was like pumpkin soup with some creme fraiche and it had a little bit of curry in it, which was surprisingly amazing. That does sound quite nice, actually. Nummy, nummy, nummy. Golden Ramsay. Yeah. But don't you agree? Don't you agree that like all airports should showcase their country's cuisine right there? Airports like, should have through... good food just because people yeah. spend a lot of time there. That's true. And what else is there to do in an airport other than shop and eat? Eat, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the big thing is just like, it's like, like I said, it's like an ambassador. It's like, oh yeah, well this time I'm going to Chang- uh, Shanghai, but maybe next time I'll go through Hong Kong and the food is anything as good as it here. Like that's yeah. the things I wish I could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, airports, I think a few airports that do a pretty good job of it, Shanghai for one, uh-huh. Narita. Japan has yes. legit pretty good sushi in yeah, the airport. that's true. That's yeah. true. And, you know, I agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, these guys, they've been living there, but they're slowly making their way back out into the workforce. I don't know. Some of it just screams lack of motivation to me. Like, I, I understood if <laughs> you're like... judgy of you to say that. Well, no, no. See, like, if they were like 70 or 80, yes, maybe like, because employers are extremely ageist of that kind of thing. Mm. But if you're in your 20s it's not impossible to like, if you, if you are driven enough, you can find someone to live with. You can 
work around the paperwork and, or lack thereof, you can still find a job because mm-hmm. these guys appear to be locals. They're not like PRCs or anything. And like they have so much potential. I mean, maybe they might not have the educational qualifications, but they just choose to l- spend their lives out. Yeah. In- knows, maybe they have like mental problems too. I don't, I don't really, I really don't know. I have to look at this more and more. They it sounds okay. like a fascinating they, story. They seem okay. They, I mean, the, the picture of them, um, uh, on the article is just like the guy playing around on his iPad and everything. Huh. Yeah. Or his iPhone or something. And they buy cigarettes regularly, which, you know, questionable habit for people <laughs> that have no home, but. Or money. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. There's that story. So if you've seen a couple, uh, regularly at Changi Airport, just, yeah, say hi. Say hi. Say hi, maybe. Ask him who that third person is. Yeah. Maybe maybe the the person who wrote the article doesn't know what a duo is. That is true. It's like, <laughs> what do you call... A More group, than a, one person. A, a tree. A trio, right? Trio. Trio, 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 trio right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. Was that the news? That was the news. That was the news. This is where the music usually goes. I need to poop. That was also the news. <laughs> I like I I I had drank way too much coffee just now. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, let's wrap this up thing. Last thing, last thing of the night, as usual, bring it home and a nice easy glide in favorite thing. Play that music. No, I'm gonna go poop. This is it's just really, awkward. It's, it's urgent. <laughs> like it's an emergency. <laughs> I'm just gonna record the whole time. No, I mean, we'll pause it here. Favorite things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Um, so I, I just, I just took my poop. <laughs> I just sat here. That's that's my favorite thing, just in general. Just in general, in life, a good poop, man. Huh? You cannot beat it. I think this might be my first poop since I got back home. Oh my god! You got home like five days ago. That's ridiculous. What's I, wrong with I you? Got home last night, John. <laughs> Make some drama up. Yeah. No, but like having poops in like strange places is just like it's 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 not as satisfactory. You're not looking at the same wall. The seat doesn't quite form. Yeah, up when you're I get I get that, way. but it's also kind of an adventure. Like pooping in strange places. Yeah, all the places you will poop. All the places. <laughs> I, I can see how 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 there's like a sense of adventure behind it, but I I I very much whoops I dropped something. What did I just drop? Drop the aircon remote. I dropped my yeah, phone. but I get what you're saying. You can't really feel comfortable. It's just like sleeping in a new bed, pooping yeah. on a new to- toilet. Like my least favorite thing is pooping in a in a toilet that just does not look fit to poop in. Yeah, but like yes. sometimes you just have to go. You gotta go. And you like you're go. in like some hawker center somewhere. Ooh, dude. And it's just like you gotta you gotta hold uh, your breath. Puya, puya. You can't don't breathe want. through your nose, but you still taste it on your. In your oh, don't want, don't want. No, no. Favorite thing t- this week is not favorite poop. <laughs> <laughs> the no. long ones, <laughs> but in honor. Of the the now completed Hunger Games series, Nathan and I would like to talk about what is your favorite movie series trilogies, specifically trilogies. But the problem is that the Hunger Games isn't a trilogy. I mean, technically a trilogy because they did break it up into part one and part two, so it's technically three stories, which which kind of it it makes it a trilogy. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Okay. But we're not talking (laughs) about like your your fucking Harry Potters, your 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 Halloweens, your Nightmare Them, nothing of those big long movies. Yeah. Okay. Through trilogy, your Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, what's yours? Mine is the Spider Man. No, I'm kidding. Um, Hey, man. Minus the third one. It's a pretty solid trilogy. We're talking about the original Sam Raimi, Tommy McGuire one, right? Yeah, but that sentence had so many logic flaws. Mine is the third one. That's a pretty solid trilogy. (laughs) 
Like the worst of this note. Mine is the third one. So the two on her own are very strong and almost. So the two of them make a good trilogy. <laughs> that's it. That's that's what you said. <laughs> okay, well, my favorite movie trilogy um, so far, by none, Christopher Nolan's Batman. Ah, the 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 dark Batman, the, the Dark Knight series, the Batman's. <laughs> I don't believe that any of the previous movies had him do his voice, but like all of a no, sudden, usually just Michael Keaton, just like I'm yeah, Batman. like every like I don't believe any of the previous Batman's had that creative touch to it. No, yeah, fair enough. Like the animated series, the cartoon. No, but for the me, the, the Batman voice in my head is always going to be from the animated series. Oh, like uh, Nolan North. Not Nolan North. What's his name? Why'd you have to try to pull a name? Nolan North. It's not Nolan North. From the animated series. The, Nolan North maybe was in the video games, but not in the animated series. I guarantee you it's Nolan North, dude. Ooh. From the animated series. Look that Bruce shit up, yo. Look that shit up, yo. Looking it up. Looking it up. Gonna, anyway, yeah, it's it's by far like my favorite movie trilogy would have to be Christopher Nolan's Batman's because here's the thing. I never watched the first movie until I watched the second movie. Huh. Which is, I know, kind of strange. But see, the first movie came out in 2006, I think. When did Batman Begins come out? 2006. Um, when I wasn't like fully into the whole superhero thing quite yet like it was just it was just shy of a few months before my superhero craze and the things i tried watching batman begins a couple times but i could never really get into it at the time because i watched it on like a shitty pirated vcd i'm sorry i'm sorry christopher nolan but um when i watched dark knight um rises rises no sorry the dark knight the dark knight in theaters oh yeah yeah with heath ledger and everything I was just so blown away. I was like, what the hell did I just watch? I think the second movie is as close as you're going to get to a perfect superhero film. Or a actually just film. It's, film. It's so good. It was beautiful. Like, it, like I watched it and I was like, what the hell did just, just happen? What did I just witness? Yeah. Like, I didn't, I couldn't quite compute that this was a superhero movie. I, I just think that's the biggest tragedy though, to all time. Because the first one was a solid movie. Solid movie. Solid. Right? Good setup for the world, create a great universe. Yeah. Second movie, fucking br- Like, Empire Strike backed it. It was so good. Yeah. And then because of the death of Heath Ledger, forced all the different plans. I didn't like The Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, it wasn't... It definitely wasn't as... Like perfect a masterpiece as the Dark Knight was, and like, you can even tell like it's it's trying to it's trying to coast off of the, the 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 amazingness that was the Dark Knight. It's in the bloody title, you know. They could have named it something else, but they called it the Dark Knight Rises, thinking like, oh, maybe maybe they'll associate it with. Like, I mean, I don't know. The there was, movie. I mean, this is just a theory, but like I from what I've like kind of gleaned from interviews with no uh, Christopher Nolan and everything, um, is that I, I feel like when Heath Ledger died, it really threw a spanner in his works. He had to scramble to come up with a story. Oh, it so seems like he, anyway, int- he intended to have the Joker in the third in movie. In some kind of aspect. I don't know if he was going to be the main villain again or what it was. By the way, uh, Nathan, you are right. The voice... No, you're not. You're wrong. Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman in the animated series. I'm sorry. Nolan North. He's video games. Oh, wait. No, yes. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking... I don't know why, but I... like I, um, Nolan North voiced uh, Drake in Uncharted. Yes. And I think I had that fact in my head because I, I was just looking up some stuff on Uncharted. But Kevin Conroy, I just knew that the person that voiced him in the Arkham trilogy, uh, the Arkham Knight games, yeah. same person that voiced him in the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a bad pull on my, my account. Very bad pull. Yes. I, I, I will throw in the towel. <laughs> my my nerd cred is gone. Eh. Yeah. But amazing voice. Like, I'm Batman. I don't know how to do his voice, but it's very deep and... 
It's kind very, of real, like kind of heading like drifting to Morgan Freeman territory, which is not dis- bad. It's very distinguished. <laughs> it's a great voice. It's it's, it's 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 like the perfect mix of gentleman and intimidation. Intimidation. And just like, fucking Christian Bale's just trying too hard. I don't know. Like, he he. It, it was kind of a cool decision to have him like disguise his voice. Yeah, but I, I, don't know. I just think Kevin Car is just perfect. It's the idea of like, if you're intimidating, you don't have to try so hard. You just let it happen, bro. Well, I think no, but he, he, the point of him doing that was to disguise his actual voice. Yeah, and like finding out a way to like you know have that um, voice be unrecognizable. I love that Pete Holmes like sketch where he does tries the best, different voices. Does the best. <laughs> he just, and he's like, Ugh, uh, 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 <laughs> it. Oh, that's it. That's the one that works. Go with that one. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. If you haven't he seen does, it, he check like, it out. He does like Mark Wahlberg's voice and like Robert Downey. Hey, hey, <laughs> <Ray Batman>. <laughs> yeah, you should check it out, guys. If you oh, haven't yet. All those sketches are so brilliant. The bat- bad man sketches yeah, for Funny or Die. Anyway, yeah, my, my college humor. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, my, my favorite movie trilogy has to be the Dark Knight trilogy. Although, yes, John, you're right. The third movie wasn't as good as the second, but it was still a good movie. Yeah. It was still a very, yeah, good, very movie. good movie. All right, well, mine. Uh, everyone minus, thinks minus Anne Hathaway shoot. I I kind of thought she ruined the movie a little bit. Anyway, Anne Hathaway. You think? I, yeah, I think Katie Holmes wasn't that great. Neither was Maggie Gyllenhaal. That was confusing. Yeah, <laughs> when she just changed for no reason. Yeah, she just became a different person. Katie Holmes became Maggie Gyllenhaal. I wonder why they did that. And then they killed Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> uh, Rachel. Anyway, um, my, everyone thinks I'm going to say Star Wars. I'm not going to say Star Wars. My also, favorite. Star Wars is technically a double trilogy. I'm not going to say the Star Wars original trilogy. Okay. <laughs> My favorite film trilogy actually just, you know, pound for pound. Because, like, Star Wars is the shit. It's it's super good. Like, it's it's amazing. It's all right. But in terms... But maybe because, like, this is later. I think Lord of the Rings is actually a better trilogy. Film for film. Oh, my gosh, yes. Up against it. Oh, my it. gosh, yes. It's such a good film trilogy. Because the Lord of the Rings movies are actually good. Yeah. Just like the original Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> Go on. The thing is, though... <laughs> And it's it's funny that we were comparing these two, which is natural too. But I think you look at the prequel trilogy for both these trilogies. Oh my god, the Hobbit! I, I honestly think that the Hobbit is a bigger disaster than the uh, one, two, three. Yeah, the, than the prequel trilogy of Star Wars. Because mm. Peter Jackson made, built such a high bar, and the films were so good, and like to come crashing down. Which actually, yeah, it was floating around Facebook recently. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Nathan. Like the Blu-ray of the Hobbit: The Five Armies came out. And basically, there's like this behind the scenes footage of like Peter Jackson just like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have no time. To pre- I had three years to prepare for the original trilogy, and now that I'm on the Hobbit and Guillermo del Toro backed out, I have three years to make three. And that movies. was a pretty solid like ten seconds of Kiwi there. That was yeah. not too bad. Yeah, not too bad of Kiwi, mate. I don't quite know what I'm doing, but <laughs> but it's great. It's great. <laughs> anyway, it's great, mate. So he had no time to prepare. So he's like, he didn't know what he was doing. They were just filming shit, and they didn't know why they were filming <laughs> just it. Filming shit. Yeah, they were dude like like you watch this watch this um featurette they put up. I'll, I'll put it on the show notes. It reminds me a little bit of the episode one featurette where George Lucas is kind of like scrambling. Well, when they're watching the uh, the, the something like that, like the first he, time, like, like even uh, did you see that video where George Lucas is storyboarding episode one? No. And like it's just kind of fucking ridiculous. He even says the words "Jar Jar is the key here." Yeah, Jar Jar is the key here. We make him work. <laughs> the whole thing will work. Well, did not work there, man. Beard. Oh. But yeah, Lord of the Rings is such a but Lord of the Rings is such a good movie. Though, like I have to admit, regarding Lord of the Rings, I never watched it till like 
years after the yeah, movies came fine. out. Uh, and I watched it because like, my friend was like, you need to see it. And she lent me all the DVDs. I'm still surprised you were stay- able to stay awake for through it. I mean, no, they're, they're good movies. They're really good movies. It's just I can't quite get into the whole fantasy thing once you get knights and shit and dragons but and why? whatever involved. why? Why? Something about it just... It doesn't click with me. I, I can't quite explain it. It, it's, it just doesn't really... I'm not captured by that world. Huh. Where, whenever video games come out and they're related to that world, like books, movies, TV, whatever, I'm just a little bit like, I'm sure that's fine. It's just that... Nah, yeah, fair nah. enough, fair enough. They all talk the same. They all dress the same. They're all vaguely British. Actually, yeah. funny story. Speaking of Spring Awakening we were talking about earlier... Uh, a cast member of that pl- that musical you did is actually in Lord of the Rings for like half a second. You can see her chin in the wedding scene at the end of Return of the King. Cluanie Saunders. Oh, I thought you meant the original. Yeah, yeah, I know Cluanie was in that movie, like the yeah. teensiest bit. <laughs> like, just it's funny because you never see her face, but like she has a, a very distinctive chin. I'm like, that's you, that's <laughs> you right there, piecing together what she told me of like During what she was in the scene, set. Right? Yeah, because she wasn't a big fan. She was just like, ah, I think I was at a wedding, and there was this, and there was that character. Yeah. That's awesome. Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings, solid movies. I, solid I, movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like the act, you know what? Like when you get a film that is like in fantasy or whatever, be it Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, and they have the most like the backstory or like the history of the world is so dense, and yeah. like all these words are being like whole languages are being created. Yeah, and if they can do that stuff, and you just buy it, like you buy into these phrases that are being used. Uh, yeah. Uh, a bend the knee that's that's Lord of the Rings reference or like all that stuff. It, that's when you know you have something really wonderful in your hands, and that's what yeah. Lord of the Rings had. Add to that the action scenes were amazing, and Liv Tyler's so pretty. Liv Tyler's so pretty. Yeah, great well, series. Um, Lord of the Rings, similar similar to a Dark Knight trilogy. I had a bad start. See, I watched the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, when I was a kid on a VCD, and like the entire first half of that movie just happens in the dark. Why are you watching things on VCD? This is not the mid nineties, late nineties. It was early two thousand. It was early two thousand when that movie came out, and yeah. I watched it through that way, and I just couldn't see anything in the first half of the movie because it's all dark, especially when he's outside that cavern yeah, and everything. In the cave and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the yeah. Mines of Moria. That's a lesson to you guys. Don't watch movies on VCDs. Pirated VCDs. They ruined a the movie for you. That's why I never got to it because it's kind of like, oh, I just can't see anything, so I'm not going to bother. So I didn't watch. This movie sucks. You can't see enough. You can't see nothing on VCD. <laughs> I only watched the Two Towers in the cinema, and then that's, oh, that's it. Fuck, you missed out, dude. Why? Because those are some epic movies to watch in the movie theater for sure. Oh, I I, I got that. Yeah, I watched it. I I tried to recreate the experience as much as possible. So proper sound system, darkened room, big screen. I, I enjoy. I really liked it. Fair enough. It's yeah. a good one. Alrighty then. Well, that's favorite thing for this week. Yeah, that's yeah. the podcast for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode twenty six in the bag. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for liking and sharing and all that stuff. Um, hey guys, uh, just want to say. Thank you for sticking with us. I think it's been a while since we've properly addressed this, but it's 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 fucking crazy that you guys tune in and are so dedicated and respond to us on all the social media thingies. Um, it it's it's it feels good to have that little community going on. I know we're a small group of people, but still, it's it's nice to have that communion going on and to know that. A bunch of you are into the same weird shit that we are. Yeah, it warms my cockles. It warms his dickles. They should make. They should make that the outro clip. It's like right there. Dickles. I don't know. Maybe it's too soon. Too soon. 
it's too soon. Like, there's no impact when you call back something you just said. That's true. Yeah, like if I said right now, like, ooh, I like to have dicks in my mouth, dicks in my mouth every day, dick, 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 like, it's not going to be as funny if that's the outro because I just said it. Well, if we didn't talk about it and we just did it, it would have been pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for more Good Hang. Until then, be good to each other. Be good to the earth. It's the only one we have. Oh, wow. Oh, that was supposed to play sound effects. I don't know. This is the stupid episode where we play all the stupid sound effects. All right, wait, wait, Should wait. Should I say it again? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it okay, again. Say okay. it again. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I said. Uh, guys, be good to each other. Be good to the earth. It's the only one we have. <laughs> this is what it sounded like as people were getting on Noah's Ark. Bye, guys. Bye. Piss straight into my mouth. Right into it. Nice and warm. Yum, 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 yum.